Oh, here, in, in Asia? Yeah. <laughs> in Asia. Yeah, two, three in Canada. One in Costa Rica. Uh, one in Costa Rica, too. Yeah. How old are you? You have two kids? Two kids? One kid? Yep. Two. Uh, one just turned 10, and one's turning eight next week. Okay. Uh-huh. So my youngest is your youngest. Is your oldest. Yep. yep. Same as me. Yeah. Okay. Starting grade five. All right, let's, uh, let's roll it in here. All right. Welcome to another episode of This Korean Life, number 112, featuring Daniel La 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 Fontaine. Little no regenerate for you. No problem. <laughs> it's enjoyable. I thought you were going to say Ra Fontaine. Ra Fontaine? That would have been good too. <laughs> Ra Fontaine. Rick Jenalet. <laughs> uh, anyways, dude, welcome all the way in from Jungja. Did you come by scooter this morning? No, uh, I haven't driven. I've driven a car the whole week. Oh, okay. Since, since Monday, so. It would happen on Monday. You're known as the scooter meister there, huh? I think so. Yeah. I do about 600. I, I actually asked a uh, scooter driver how much does he drive a week or yeah. month. Delivery guy. Delivery, Delivery guy. guy. Yeah. And he said about three to 4,000 kilometers. I said, well, I'm not far behind. What are you delivering? Smiles or what? Uh, delivering, uh, <laughs> delivering English to everybody. <laughs> I'm delivering English tutoring to everybody. There you go. Young Opeda. Yeah, new company. No, no, but that very nice. What happened last Monday? Six hundred. Last Monday, I, I had a nine a.m. class, finished at ten. Then, then I had eleven a.m. eleven a.m. class. I finished that one early at SK, mm. and then from SK, I had to go to Namgu Home Plus, a Namgu Police Station because I had been in a previous car accident. Mm. That was super <laughs> crazy, and. On the way there, my wife was waiting for me, so I had a little bit of hurry up. Yeah. And at one point, I come up between Hyundai Hesang and Lotte Mart, big road. Mm. Um, I'm on the outside lane, and the truck in front of me, Nonya Bank truck, yeah. little, little dinky little trucks, yeah. uh, he can't see anything behind him. And he's going really slow. Yeah. And he's not putting on a single. So I said, well, I can't go on the inside lane because there's too many cars behind me. And so I tried to go around him on the inside, on the between the, the van and the sidewalk. As I move over. He moved over. He decides to turn right. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so I slammed the brakes. I didn't hit him. No accident. To me, there is no accident. In Korea, that's another definition. Mm. But to me, there was no accident. So I just slammed the brakes and I just dropped to the ground. Mm. And dropping to the ground, I put my elbow right into the pavement. Sure. And That so, was that big hole I saw right over there by, by the was that, was <laughs> That's that the one. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> so nice. because of that, uh, I had to... Uh, the guy wanted to call the cops and everything. Well, what's the, what's the what's the call? Like, there's no accident. Mm. But Plus anything I, on a high, anything on the road, I was told. My wife, actually, somebody, a few people explained to me that it's an accident, even mm. if you nobody's been touched. Yeah. it's an accident because it's it's based on the road. No, oh, okay, okay. So I went to the hospital and they explained that to me. So it's my insurance. They don't want to any accident anything at all they take it off national insurance and they put it into it into car insurance system mm. that's what they want to do they, they want to save the health insurance system by pushing all accidents to the 
car insurance okay. system. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so, so it sounds like you're well versed with the insurance system. Right? Now I am. <laughs> no, no. Now I am. Car car accident before that? The car accident was stupid. Like I still don't know. <laughs> no, what happened was that I'm in the inside lane. I'm stopped at a light. The car there's there's car in front of me and the car beside me and the other lane is also there. I want to turn right. So because of that, I didn't want I I wanted to be a good driver. Yeah. <laughs> what a horrible thought. Yeah. Uh, I did not go, I did not want to go on an angle by going to the outside lane. Sure. So I backed up a little bit. But as I got there, I looked behind me three, four times. There's nobody there. All of a sudden, I back up. Bang. Ghost car. <laughs> car behind me. Yeah. Now, I'm doing five kilometers an hour. Oh, that guy's neck's broken for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they want 500000 They want to, to replace the bumper. I'm doing five kilometers an hour. I got a picture. Yeah. I got on my phone. I can show it to you. I got a picture of his bumper. No scratch, not a thing. It's lucky your elbow didn't hit it. And then yeah. he, he asked for a sore neck. It was a woman. Of First course. it was a woman. Automatic. Automatic it was a woman. Sore neck. Sore neck. <laughs> and, uh, a, and the police officer actually agreed with them. Because he said, if, even, because if you back up five kilo, even if you back up five kilometers an hour, you're going to push the bumper. So there might be micro fractures in the bumper. Yeah. Yeah, man. Bring out the microscope. Holy fuck. Yeah. And you're definitely going to have a seventh degree neck Next sprain or something. Exactly. Which is funny because, talk about neck sprains, two years ago, I was on a red light yeah. on my scooter. Inside raining, lane? Raining outside, uh, 100 meters away from this accident. I'm turning left. <laughs> I've stopped. Yeah. The car behind me stopped. It's raining. It's black. Yeah. I, if there's a red light, I am doing something in front of me. All of a sudden, boom. He hits me. The guy behind me hits me. Yeah. He's doing about five kilometers an hour. He hits me. I'm surprised as, as hell. I'm, I, I get hit. Mm. So I turn around. I, I take off. I parked on the side. I said, are you okay? Is your car okay? I'm okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. That's it. That's so all I have. Sounds like Canada. Exactly. But yeah. in Korea, she wants insurance money for a car, for the bumper that has no scratch. <laughs> she wants insurance money for a neck at doing five kilometers an hour. Yeah. Listen, that's the, yeah. The the car accident thing here is is very unique. Mm. And somebody, I, I've been bumped or rubbed a few times, and my wife says, you know, well, are you sure? Are you sure? Said, <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with the truck. There's not a scratch. There's nothing. But, but. When you do it to somebody, they're going to get you for lots. So you got to go and get them for lots. I'm like, listen, I'm not sleeping in the hospital for a week to get a thousand bucks or something. Like, I, it screws up my job. My whole life gets. Exactly. And uh, she's disappointed. I mean, she doesn't do it either because she's got to go to work. And but it's just sad when you think you let a few guys off the hook. Not off the hook. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. I feel fine. There's nothing Actually, wrong with my car. When he hit me, I had I had a bit of a sore neck when the guy hit me. Mm. When he hit me, I was just like, oh. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was therapeutic. Oh, my, neck is, my neck is okay now. <laughs> but I, I still don't have any intention on ever going to sit in a hospital when I don't need to. Exactly. And uh, she's like, oh, you missed a chance. You missed a chance to get some and, extra money. And then, you know, you bump someone six months later, and they're trying to hose you for, like you say, a couple thousand or, or whatever. And you're like, Actually, no, I, come on. I'm going to get the next guy double. Fifteen <laughs> years ago, I was in an accident at Kong Up Top. I was going about 10 kilometers an hour. Scooter? Car. And 
I have the green light. I'm looking at a restaurant. I'm looking for my friend at a restaurant. Or this was at least 15 years ago. And all of a sudden, bang. Guy was walking on the street with a black leather jacket, oh, black leather pants. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was a drunk guy in the middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. And I get he 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 screwed my insurance for ten million one. Oh man. Oh my god. <laughs> he screwed my insurance for ten million one because he had a ripped leather jacket and he had a he had a sore he had an ankle problem. He had, it looked like he broke his ankle. But. But he was wandering around in the middle of Guam Top with no... Uh, he was or, wandering around in the middle of Guam he, he was crossing the street and going up top. Full black. And, and full black jacket like mine. Yeah. And I can't see him at all. And bang, he puts his elbow in my in windshield. And wow. I pay him $10 million won. Wow. Listen, that, my wife, my wife tells me... Like last night I was coming home in a, in a Deddy from Samson. And the Deddy guy turned the corner. Yeah. And there was a drunk guy, not at a crosswalk, like just random part right. of the street. There was, there wasn't the crosswalk was on the other side, and he turned, and we almost ran this guy over, and I went, "Whoa!" Yeah. But he's just, you know, fifty year old guy stumbling across the street. But my wife will always give me those. Oh, you gotta drive more careful, and I always wonder, like in Korea, what, what's the responsibility? It's it's blackout. The guy's wearing all black. He's not at a crosswalk. It's your fault because you are the vehicle. The yeah. vehicle has always been con- in, in control. Yeah, yeah. Even Canada, it's the same thing. In Canada. Yeah, it's with, crazy. These <laughs> days, these days, what, what kills me is the you have to yield for the people crossing the street. Right, it, like exactly. you, you got to stop. But there's a lot of people say there's like a, a kind of a line of five cars that are going. Nice flow of traffic. Right. I get a lot of people like just running out. They know the rule. That you got to stop, but. There'll be one, two, three, four cars go by, and then they'll go and they'll jump out in front of my car. Like, dude, just should they not have to wait till the till the no, last car goes? They don't have to wait. Yeah. They pedestrians, don't have to wait. pedestrians have right of way. So. Sure, 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 sure. It's crazy. Yeah. I just and and when you when you're at home, it's really like everybody just stops. It's a, such a different mentality where you see the crosswalk and someone's there, you slow down because you know they're going to cross. Here, it's you step on the gas because you can get through before the guy starts. Yeah, <laughs> and especially the road down to the park where I am. Yeah. There's those two crosswalks, and I mean they're busy. They're both really, really busy, and it's amazing how many guys step on. I like to walk out just. I mean, I hope they're not on their phones, but <laughs> I see them speed from. They turn the corner and they hit the gas. I just slow right down. I, I'm looking right at the guy, and I just slow right down to make sure he's he's watching. But listen, this is not a speedway. It's down to the park. Like there's kids and families everywhere. Anyways, it's six hundred k a week. That's a lot of kilometers. A lot of road time. What uh, I go from Jungja Beach on Monday to Saturday. I work six days a week, of course. Uh, Monday I go from Gangdong to SK, then SK to uh, Namgu, then from Namgu to Bangladesh, and then I go on Tuesdays. I go and Gangdong to Bang- Gangdong to Namgu, back to Gangdong. On Wednesdays I go to. Uh, Gangdong is the name of the beach. Yeah, beach, the, mm. the beach area, Zhangjia Beach. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday is my easy day, but Thursday I go to Bangladesh two times, <laughs> so I have to go back and forth two times, and then Friday I the Friday is my craziest day by far. Mm. I go from Gangdong to Megok, and then I go from Megok to Namgu, and then from Namgu to Bangladesh, and then Bangladesh back to home. That's that's five hundred and fifty kilometers of your week, I think. And that's Holy and then Saturday, and then Saturday I go from that Saturday has become my 
almost as crazy. I go from Gang, uh, the beach to uh, Bangladesh, then Bangladesh to Jungu, then back from Jungu to uh, Home Plus mm. Buku, and then Buku back to Bangladesh for three, four hours, and then I go back to Gangdong. Wow. So that's. When do you sleep? Not- <laughs> <laughs> I not- sleep. Uh, I st- when I get home, I don't usually eat because I'm too tired. Um, I talk to my kids. I talk to my. Well, I. I listen to my wife. She's a little what my wife wants to tell me. And then I go to bed. The, uh, and then I play games and blah, blah, blah. We asked you earlier, we were talking about age. We're not getting any younger. Yeah. What is the... How, how do you enjoy the freelance and, and all that? I mean, would you... Part of me likes that aspect of always something different. You got business guys here, kids here, Ajima's here. It's always different and you're always on your toes. Instead of the same job, doing the same thing over and over, what is it like? Uh, is that what you intend to do to to keep freelancing? What is it like going and driving all over in all these different places? If you were to talk to me, if we had this conversation last Sunday, <laughs> I would have said I love freelancing. Yeah. Freelancing is like There's you no have box. to understand. You have to understand. Uh, I took an IQ test a long time ago. And on a language part from 1 to 100, on a basic IQ test, 1 to 100, I had 99. Mm. When most Canadians are 60 to 80. Mm. And when on the other side, when it comes to an- analyzing, most guys, most Koreans, most Canadians are between 4 and 60. I had 74. Mm. Which means that I'm bored stiff. I have to do something, one thing all day, every day. I'm just too tired. That just drives me nuts. To do nothing. To do just one thing every uh, day. Uh, okay. So that's why freelancing is, it's built for me. Driving is fun for me. Because <laughs> minus last Sunday, or minus last uh, Monday. This yeah. is minus getting hit by a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's, but that's for me, like going to hockey, I said, I think sometimes my wife, maybe not. I said, it's not just getting on the ice. It's the drive. It's pumping the tunes. It's, I like to drive. Exactly. And, and at home, you know, you can, you can get on the highway and drive for an hour or two hours. And it's just kind of like. Relaxing or therapeutic, or and then, but here, it. here I try and drive as little as possible. <laughs> I drive five cents thousand kilometers, and it's no problem. It's like driving is exactly that. It's th- it's therapeutic. It's relaxing. Uh, my problem right now is that I have a bike. That, uh, if you ever buy a bike, never buy a sim. Okay. Oh, which Don't one? Buy a sim. A sim? Why? S Y M. They're just crap. <laughs> that uh, it's just they break down. They I had a I had a Bergman, and the Bergman like this car acts this accident I had, the tires, they the brakes locked when I slammed the brakes they locked and that's because then my back tire started to slide and then that's why I fell down. Mm-hmm. With the Bergman, never to have happened because the Bergman mm-hmm. has anti block anti brake system uh-huh. anti lock system. How big is the engine? 125. Oh, That's okay. the other problem. The, the engine is a little small. Mm. The Bergman engine is 125, but at least it's strong enough. Like mm. That's why I can't believe you say you loved... I mean, most people would go, did he just say that? He loves driving a scooter 600K a week in Korea? Exactly. <laughs> you know, 600 day a week. I mean, I could, say, I could see if you said it's fun because it seems like a video game, but... It is a video game, but it's, it's but with three, <laughs> but with three kids, man, wow, that's that's a little risky, isn't it? Exactly. I've been doing it for five years because I got rid of the car. I had two cars, and I had two cars and a scooter at one point. Mm. But uh, the car was broken down, and I decided to. Corona had come in. 
Corona is starting to come in. So my my paycheck just disappeared for a year and a half. Mm. I had no paycheck almost. <clears throat> so I, I went into like $20,000 in debt like just to survive. And then uh, I bought the scooter. I had I had the scooter, so I, I started using the scooter for... I had a little 125 Excite, Suzuki Excite. What happened to the 125 Beavers? Remember those? Oh, yeah. The Beavers. My, my, my Excite's the same size. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was a Suzuki. It was a strong little sucker. And I, I pushed it 80,000 kilometers. On. Like, this is a little beaver. Yeah. At 80, I did yeah. 80,000 kilometers on the sucker. Yeah. Uh, and, it's, and it worked. Those beavers can take a licking. Exactly. But the Bergman was already, when I bought the Bergman, uh, somebody had gotten in an accident with it and that destroyed the electrical system. So I <laughs> burnt it out in six months. Yeah. And then I bought this thing. And this thing is just like, oh, crying. So at first it was kind of an economical thing. First thing was economical. Sure. And now you just enjoy it too much? <laughs> now I would like to buy, what happens now is that I, actually. You need the I mini was thinking, car. I want the Twizy. Yeah, the Twizy would be good for you. The Twizy would be perfect. Twizzy? Or is that the little... Uh, it's this big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Renault. The yeah. Renault Twizy. The Twizy. Sure, they're yeah. built in Busan. So uh, it's not a bad car. They're built yeah. in Busan. That'd be great for That's you. That's all right. And I know just the dessert to go with your, huh? your little lemon mizzy in the Twizy. <laughs> 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 we had uh, so that's why yeah it's okay it's like the, the uh, Twizy would be nice but put it dude if you get smashed oh I, I mean yeah it'd probably be Twizy's like some people say oh the Twizy's not safe I'm safer than the scooter yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna fall down on this Twizy yeah <laughs> I drove uh, I drove a 250 um, it, it looked really fast but it was only 250 okay and that was I know your bike I, I, I saw your bike it wasn't uh because like, wind drove, wasn't that the winners before? No, 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 I bought that. Different one? Yeah. The, um, I thought 125 was too small. Like, I couldn't, if there was a problem, I couldn't get out of I couldn't get out of the way fast enough. And 250 wouldn't get me into trouble. Right. As much either. Yeah. <laughs> I understand your yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, uh, oh, sorry, yes. I mean, I've been on a 400, and I think John had a 8 or 900. It was insane yeah. insane power Un- unnecessary. unnecessary unnecessary power that's like the snow machines you just don't that's what i think you just don't need to keep testing how much faster you can go <laughs> yeah. it's that's not what, necessary i always think like we're from, i'm from northern ontario like you you're yeah. from thunder bay yeah. yeah i'm from north bay and because of that i went skidooing yeah all sure. my childhood. Yeah. Mm. So because that Korea scooter is my scooter is my snowmobiling in Korea. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm snowmobiling every day in Korea. Yeah. It's fun. You drive in rain. <laughs> you snow, got a good rain, snow, and everything yeah. else. I mean, I drive every, in all weathers. Yeah. All, how, have, do you, how do you show up at classes when you're coming through the typhoon there in your scooter? I have a. I have a. My wife was actually a very. She hates the scooter, but she was very supportive of me when she when it came down to buying a rain suit. She bought me a Korean. She did. She hates Chinese crap. So she bought me a Korean rain suit, 80,000 won. Oh. And this rain suit stops everything. Wind, snow. I drive this. I use this in wintertime. I use a rain suit. I use a rain suit in wintertime because it's a perfect windbreaker. Oh, perfect. So I I put it I put two uh, one or two jackets underneath it because yeah. it's a 120 it's much too big for me but I put a couple of jackets underneath it and then I put three layers of pants on yeah. and then I go scootering. So does how it, do you when you get does to it have a, a does it have a hood? Yeah, yeah. Does it stop the Jansori from coming in? Yeah, yeah. From the wife? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> when you get when you get to an asthma class at uh, the culture centers or something. 
do you need to go to the bathroom and do like a 20 minute uh, no. transformer move and take two pairs of pants no, out? No, no, I don't take the, them off. I just leave it. What happens is that that's why. It's like getting, since a, I'm getting teaching, a class from my Domino's delivery guy there. When I get into the class, I'm, I'm wearing regular stuff. Except for my coat, I take off my three layers of coats. Mm. But after that, my pants, all of my clothes, all of my ins- insulation, clothes insulation is under my regular pants. Ah, okay. Ah, okay. So I use, so I use tights. Out. I use tights and then I use a Your wife? Uh, hiking tent. No. <laughs> Daiso. Go to Daiso. You, yeah. you'll, you'll uh, know what I mean. Right. <laughs> so I use tights and then I use a hiking pant and then I use a, uh, a jogging pant that Tony, you know Tony? His you son? Tony? My kid? Tony Kelsey. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Tony the Tiger. Yeah, Tony Kelsey. Ah. Long time ago. Yeah. Oh, Tony, Tony. Yeah. Tony, Tony. Yeah. He, he gave me a jogging pant. It's a nylon that really stops the wind. Okay. okay. So I put that nice. under my pant, under my jeans, because yeah. I have two, three pairs of jeans that I, I use on scooters. Sure. So. One of my biggest problems was having cold hands, and I thought, uh, oh, leather gloves will stop this, and it was brutal when i used to drive in the winter do you got those big hand warmer kind of i have you know those, i have three things you know those boxing, boxing gloves they, they put on i have the boxing mix first yeah then i have my regular gloves and then i broke down and bought heating grips heating oh grips. interesting cool. so the heating grips they're warm they're they're like i have no problems if you um, don't have those on the snow machines good luck i know <laughs> they're you're ripping across a lake without those oh you're not you're, a chance not a chance the heated grips are, are essential well actually and not we never had heated grips in canada but well, what we had we had we had good good mittens yeah, yeah, yeah. korea yeah, don't have yeah. mittens and i can't use mittens driving so yeah I use don't those don't those boxing mitts don't you feel restricted and that you can't you wouldn't be able to rip your handle you quick can't enough do to, something if you need to like they look no, so restrictive they I might, just, I just bought off. new ones. The new ones feels a little restricted, but I'm getting used to it. The old ones, like no problem. They're like they're just made of. They're just a piece of cloth. So oh, you, you do, just windbreakers. Basically. Just windbreakers. Yeah. The, uh, it's a good windbreaker. Like my old pair, there was holes that that so the wind was really making my hand. Oh, so my. you got one one finger frostbitten there. Well, I have a couple fingers frostbitten, especially <laughs> my right hand, my left hand. I. Chop my fingers when I was in high school, so my Uh-oh. left hand is is cold. Uh, cooking? The, uh, uh, no, uh, table saw. Table saw. Oh, Have you seen the new table saws, dude? They it, as soon as it touches skin, oh, yeah, it, stops. it stops. Or they use like a hot dog for a oh, okay. for yeah. a for a test. Have you Good seen sensors it? Sensors on them, yeah. Oh, okay. It's incredible. Like it, it won't take like uh, it takes like a half a millimeter off. A hot. I lost most of my. Did it grow back? It looks fine. No. Are you, th- are you throwing up a gang sign? What is I that? can't close it. I can't close my finger. Ah. I can't close the finger because my the muscles, I, ah. I, I destroyed the nerves and the muscles inside. I cut, yeah, I cut inside here too. It wasn't a long road to recover. Back to those special uh, oven mitts they use there for yeah, the yeah. windbreakers. <laughs> I, I was at the park yesterday and the day before, and now they got them on the strollers. I was like, come on. Buddy's pushing his kid around, and he's got the... <laughs> The hand mitt warmers on his stroller. Korea is about Anyways. comfort. Yeah, yeah. It's a materialistic society. Anything that's new and that's useful, they don't care. I was talking about appliances that uh, in class this week. Appliances that people bought and they probably immediately threw in the garbage or within a month. And I think one of the big ones was the uh, food garbage dehydrator. Yeah, Have you seen those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those I, were I, those I, were I, huge for a minute, and then. 
people realize like, oh, it takes like a week of hmm in your house to, to make a banana turn into dust. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to just throw it out. Have you seen those? Yeah, I, 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 I saw them the on freezer. Facebook. No. I saw I, I see them on Facebook as a, there's ads for them. Yeah. And yeah. I want to make my own ad. Throw your stuff in the freezer, bring it down every three days. Yeah. <laughs> easiest, <laughs> easiest way. Yeah. The, uh, so you said, you yeah. said that your, your MBTI, as the Koreans like to say, is, active and and wild and you can't do one thing and stay in one place how often does your do your freelance uh, gigs change come and go are you always actively looking for new stuff or upgrading or That's some, something that me. would give I, you a little less driving or a few months ago i quit an early morning job because i was just doing i was burning both ends of the day yeah, yeah. from early morning to late night and i was just kidding i'm 55 yeah I realized I can't do this anymore. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I quit the early morning class on Zoom. Yeah. I just couldn't wake up. I was just too tired. Yeah. Uh, so I then I added 10 more privates. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, on evening and Saturday work. I, I filled up my Saturday completely. I worked from 8.30 to 9.30, 10 to 12, 12 12.30 to 1.30, 2 o'clock to 3.30, 4.30 to 8.30. Holy How man. do you go about getting getting work? Actually, that's Koreans. If that's all secret, your you all your teachers are going to hate me. All your listeners are going to hate me if they're teachers. Uh, I cut everybody <laughs> because, because what happens? I don't. I can't look for privates. I don't. I don't know how to look for privates. I don't know how to get privates, right. and I don't know anything about that. So, I this particular time a few months ago, I met a woman. Uh, in my class at the home, and don't, don't don't go home. Plus, she's a doctor's wife, and she likes me. Her six-year-old daughter speaks better English than you two, <laughs> and she wants me to teach the daughter. And then she I only got ninety-eight to, on my language test, and, and she gave me all of her friends. So all of a sudden, I went from zero privates to. 10 privates. Beautiful. That's you know, how it works though, right? Like one, you got to yeah. nail one woman or you got to find one woman, not nail her. Choose your You got to find, you got to be able to find a woman who will be your, who will be your, uh, distributor. Uh, <laughs> that, that's how it works though. You yeah. get in one apartment, you know, it's funny. One, one apartment, well, not just apartment, but in Bangladesh, I, I teach ninth classes. Oh, yeah. sweet. But I mean, you get in the apartment and, and you get in the elevator there, one I ride up to the 27th floor or something, and, and everybody that gets in, oh, and you can tell the Ajmas that get in there just dying to ask you. Or, exactly. So I, I always okay. look, give them a head nod, and like, oh, and are, you, are you teaching? What do you, what do you do? Where do you work? What do you And And they're always, yeah, when, once you get get somewhere, that's the first thing, is getting the first one. Then yeah. they can start rolling. Exactly. Was I? So I, I pay, I, I just charge small money. I don't pay charge fifty or sixty or even forty. Just if it's a kid, it's just a kid. Like if I'm gonna teach a vice president, I'll charge him. I want to charge him seventy-five. I get. I usually get fifty, but I want to charge him seventy-five. Uh, but Kids I've had different. I had gigs where I made two hundred bucks an hour. Hmm. I was gonna. I remember back in the day there was uh, possibly when we were first introduced. You were doing corporate training for pharmaceutical companies? Did I? I did that. I was working at a pharmaceutical company. I'm, you were taking the KTX to Seoul or something, weren't you? Exactly. I was yeah. taking the KTX to Seoul because what happened was that I was a delivery expert for AMA, American Management Association. Okay. 
and they gave me about six jobs at 200 bucks an hour. Sweet. Eight, 15 hours. My biggest job in my life was 46 hours, 150 bucks an hour. Wow. Four days, 6.9 million. Wow. Very nice. That's because I've been reading all my life. And at one point, I went on LinkedIn and I typed in a little message. I, I saw I was reading a group message and I typed in this message about leadership or Korean society and everything else. And the woman, I, I was, I don't know the woman, of course, mm. but uh, she read my article. And then she knew a colleague in Korea who was complaining that she did not have any kind of consultant to do small English privates, small English work. Mm. And she said, well, you have one right there in Korea. Why don't you call him? And so they found me. This is not my first podcast. Mm. I do, I've done podcasts 15 years ago mm. on called KB, KBC 9.9 with Daniel. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you had your own? I had my own podcast. Oh, no way. Yeah. Huh. Where, uh, it was a 10 minute, 9.9 was a 10 minute podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she found me there. She saw that I was, I was a, I was a good speaker and everything. Else, so she offered me a job. Right oh. off of LinkedIn, she gives me a job. Uh, how is 200 bucks an hour? I said, no. Ah, okay. Nah. No, I like to undercut it. Give me, <laughs> give me 150. <laughs> so from there, I've had two-day seminars for uh, three, four million. But my biggest payday in Korea in my life was four days, 46 hours, 150 bucks an hour. Wow. So that's 6.9 right, million, 6,900 bucks in four days work. Sweet. Need one of those every few months. Exactly. So what is what is the goal? Uh, Put a filling up in. filling up your your yeah. personality type with lots of different stuff and going all over, or making bank. Both. <laughs> because because if it's the latter, why Both. not why not just just charge more money? Else? Yeah. But if then I you get more time to sleep and relax and hang exactly. out with your kids the, and the problem listen is to your I, wife's stories. This is Osan. Osan don't want to pay. Really. Oh, I, I found the opposite. Okay. Soul <laughs> pays. I've always got money. When I have good money is from soul. They'll pay good money in soul. But no sign because of I'm just the English teacher who doesn't have a company, who doesn't blah, 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 blah. So they're saying, I will pay you 50 bucks, 60 bucks an hour. Yeah. But if I had been sold through AMA Korea, AMA is a sure, big sure, American sure. company, so they they can demand they pay me half, they they take half, they pay they get paid four hundred bucks an hour. Yeah. Mm. I get two hundred, they get two hundred. Mm. But when you're doing when you're doing private stuff and and smaller stuff, but I I keep not, the smallest stuff because I, I don't want to keep changing. I don't want to keep changing. I don't want to keep looking for jobs every three months, six months. Yeah. Because that's what usually happens. If you pay 50 bucks, for, for my experience, you pay 50 bucks an hour. They you pay got, 50 bucks an you hour. You got to deliver 50 you bucks have to, an hour. The kid, they want to see improvement right. from their kid. And lots of kids, it just takes time. The gro- Yeah, the growth mm-hmm. is pretty slow for lots of them. Exactly. So Especially once they get to a certain age. If you get the grade one, two, three kids and you know how to do it, you can. Exactly. the learning curve is steep. But once I find once they hit grade four, Man, it's hard to show the parents there's any any drastic improvements. Exactly. So that's why keep it low and you keep it for three years. <laughs> slow and slow. That's all right. Steady as she goes. Steady as she goes. Uh, but that's not just my private. That's just my excess money. My private side, my excess. Hmm. I have two company. I have two hot ones that gives me my basic pay. Oh, okay. And then I have three home pluses that gives me. A three-month contract. It's a three-month contract. So I only yeah. get paid every three months. Yeah, yeah. But that's a really nice bonus because last month's last pay was over six mil for three months. The, the culture center only pays you once a three months. Yeah. Huh? 
Yeah. I got paid Holy monthly when shit. I did the departments there. No, but the like, home plus. They, oh, home they plus. Paid, yeah, yeah. They paid every three months. So that's, that was a nice salary. That's, and then my uh, my extra little companies, mm. like I, I teach one now, one one OSAN company, and I get paid good oh, money. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's good to have a, a mix of the, you know, the stuff you're getting steady and then a little yeah. little sprinkle of uh, privates on the side. Exactly. Good, man. You're, a, you're a man of God and the church and... Uh, yeah. I, I wonder how much do you know about that? Uh, I, what do you know about that? Is there something that you want to tell me? <laughs> I, I have all ears. I was a seminarian. Oh. Well, I saw you studied theology. Yeah. I studied theology. Yeah. I was a seminarian for uh, a year. I, I lived in the seminary for a year. So, maybe explain a seminary for. Yeah. So. Maybe explain. For, I, I was just going to say you got a lot of things to pray for driving that scooter six hundred kilometers a week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you do. You I do. Mean, whether it's the weather, weather, or guys not turning right in front of you or whatever. But um, <laughs> okay, give us the story on on the the theology and studying and where that's taking it. Korea is not an easy place. I, I don't know if you go to church here. or You're a practicing Christian here, but going. You know, I went to church growing up all the time, uh, every Sunday. Exactly. But coming here, it's a whole different story. And, it's and not easy. the Korean churches are very. It's in the Can we say unique? I no, mean, we have English classes. We have English church here. Which one do you go to? The English church. There, there was one until a week ago at Young Young Sangdang. Oh, with the Filipinos? Yes. Yeah, okay. And, and But they moved to Buksan at 4 p.m. on Sunday. Isn't that. Close by? Very close by. The Buksan is the big, big church uh, near the old downtown. Were you doing sermons here before? Oh, I don't no. know. Sermons. Pope was or something? Pope, yeah. Kevin Pope, he does sermons. He does. He's, that's his job. Okay. <laughs> I I, I, so, so tell, <laughs> that's his job. So tell, tell us a little bit about that and, and how you got into studying theology. and uh, When I was, it all started in grade four. Yeah. Grade four. Uh Couple of my friends were behind me, and we're in class. We're uh, talking. To my friends were talking. Say, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" This is North Bay. North Bay. Yeah. The guy. They they asked me, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And they're asking each other. And one said, "I want to be a policeman." The other guy said, "I want to be a fireman." And this is winter time, and I said, "What?" Oh, it was, it was a shocking question to me. Mm. It's like it's like a light bulb hit my head, went off in my head. So I said, "I don't know." Uh, and then my teacher told me, "Daniel, go get your mittens." And so I went to the back of the class, and all by myself, I was in a little little section, and I said to myself, I know what I want to be. I want to be wise, and I want to have faith. That's it. Faith and wisdom. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty that's good a, a for, a, for a fourth grader. Yeah, ten-year-old. That's... that's a ten-year-old thinking here. Yeah. So from there, I've done everything. Like uh, uh, changing jobs, doing different jobs. Uh, I went to university. My university is like, I did not train to be a, to take a, to do a job. I didn't go to university to, to find a job. Well, hold I on. University. What? I went to university to learn about the world. Mm. Take take me through a few of those years there because... You went and did CJEP? I went to CJEP. There's no CJEP in North Bay. <laughs> what? How the hell did you get it? And nobody would voluntarily go to Quebec for CJEP. What the hell happened? I did grade 12 Ontario. Hmm. And then grade 12 Ontario. You must have had to do grade 13. I did grade 12 Ontario. Relax. Okay. Hang on a second. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. I went to grade 12 Ontario. And at the end of grade 12, Ontario High School was boring as shit. 
Okay. Yep. It's English, French, that's, Korean. That's North English, Bay. French, that's, 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 not, that's North Bay. Uh, no. It's just, North, well, North Bay back 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Not, okay. not all of Ontario is as boring as North Bay. You ever been to Niagara? <laughs> you got to come to Thunder Bay. We spice it up, man. So anyways, North Bay, the school system is boring. So at Cégep, well, my mom and I, we were like a... The Cégep was the time I was in seminary, one-year seminary. I took, an, I took, a, I took a one year in studying at SVDs. SVD means... Things. Nate had a lot of those. Society of the Divine Word. Society of Divine Word. Okay. And so is is this is this your sejab, or is this my, different? That's, that's my sejab. That I went to sejab every day, but I lived inside the <laughs> seminary. So I was hitchhiking every day for one year, like going from my where I lived at the, at the seminary to the college to the sejab downtown. It was like ten kilometers away. But were you studying theology in sejab? At in sejab, I was just spending time in the seminary learning. Uh, going to church every morning at seven a.m., yeah. doing my prayers at lunch, doing my prayers at evening prayers, and but Sejap is pre-college, right? I mean, it's college, it's college. It's always easy, yes. It's called college, <clears throat> isn't it? Like grade twelve and thirteen in Quebec, you graduate it's... in grade eleven, and then they take twelve, thirteen, then they exactly. go to university. Yes and no. <laughs> yes, because the fact. Hold that... on, for for forty <laughs> years, you can't get an answer on what the hell Sejap is. Sejap is the Quebecois can't tell you. Nobody can. T- I can tell you. Everybody's. Got- you gotta. Re- you gotta <laughs> Every- relax. Everybody's gotta got relax. a different version of what the hell it is. Oasis, no, no, yeah. pre-college. You're, you're, you're bouncing words college and university. College is college. College means you're taking a two year uh, diploma from human resources or human uh, humanities. Or, or a trade. Yeah, that's or a trade. Yeah, yeah. Two year. And then you could go on to university because from high school, Quebec, high school, Quebec is like grade 11. Okay. You're finished. Like, you don't have a grade seven, grade eight in Quebec. Okay. Unless you're stupid. Then you go to grade seven, grade eight. Otherwise, <laughs> that's that's what they do. Mm. They, they skip from elementary school right to high school. Mm. So the high school is three years, but at the end of high school in Quebec, you're only 16 years old yeah. or 17 years old. So they have to give you two more years where you can branch off into anything you want. And that's what I love about Quebec because you're not wasting time just learning English and basic chemistry all over and over and over again. Mm. No. And by grade 11, you know what you want to do. Go do it. Go be a plumber if you want. Go be a, go study two more years in the, in the college system, mm. pre, uh, pre-university courses, and then go to university. That's How it. many years of university do you have to do out of CJEP? Still four? Three, you can do three to four. Three or four. It doesn't, Six, so it doesn't yeah. really count towards. It's, it's, the the CJEP is your two years of growing up. Yeah. Oh, I wish we had that in Ontario. I, I could have used that. Exactly. I really could have like, used that. Uh, Sejap systems, I, I love the Sejap system because it, it really, the, uh, my teacher told me in Sejap, uh, you, you understand that, yeah, that's exactly what I meant. This is, you need to understand that there are different layers. And I said, Sejap was perfect. It can't be more suitable for these times these days where, you know, there's just not, just everybody sign up for universities, not practical. For what? What's the job? There's exactly. no job. So to have that, not necessarily a gap year, but a little bit of structure where you can explore a few different things. Because exactly. also University One, when I started uni, it changed. I was the last year of OACs right. uh, in Ontario. But it changed to uh, University One right. at U of M. And uh, 
that was because so many guys jumped from high school into university and they all changed their majors after the first year. Exactly. Because, they, because nobody knew what they wanted to do. This right. sounded nice. It sounded good. It sounded rosy. And they go, ooh, this is really tough. So once they put that university one in, which was kind of like an intro year to uni, it, it eliminated all that. And now they had like an 80% decrease in, in switching majors. Exactly. And save money. <laughs> the system saves money and everything else. So I, I, I think these days, I think that would be a great system. You want some water? Not a coffee. I can make another coffee. <laughs> Give me a minute. No problem. See <clears throat> you. Yeah. It, well, that's the thing. Yeah, college, uni, pre-college, pre this, that. Yeah, it's a it's a growing up time. So, so when I went from grade twelve high school to second year Sejap. I actually jumped okay. a year, okay. and the teacher and they, and and everybody said, "How the, how can you do that? You jumped a year." I went from sixty percent grade twelve high school to seventy five percent second year college. Seventy five percent what? Seventy five percent on my all my courses. All your grades, uh huh. And I jumped, I jumped a grade, and I doubled okay. my average. I I out my average twenty percent. And I did that because Sejep was built for me. Sejep was made. It was, it was better made. <clears throat> and that's that's the thing. We're not all we're not all built the same. Everybody learns differently. And and at the beginning of time of the founding of schools, it was not meant for for diverse learning. It was meant to to train people and mainstream people into certain jobs. Exactly. And and we're all we're all made differently. And that's why I think there has to be a lot more opportunity like the Korean system is the absolute opposite where it's just robotic road memorization for the test but look if you look at the Korean system too uh, you have all the hog ones where you can study anything you want in the hog one system if you have money exactly so you're, you're at a major disadvantage if you don't my wife <clears throat> is a math major she graduated in math, and I, I know everything else, <laughs> <laughs> including math. In my, I, my minor opinion. is math. My minor is math. And so you're even better at math than her. So my my daughter, she's in second year middle school, and she's she was first in her class last semester. Nice. So because she works hard. Because my wife, my wife's a little hmm. Korean. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Diligent. Very diligent. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it, but I, I wonder here, like, I, I see kids struggle sometimes from yeah. young kids to university because they're not made for this, the pressure cooker, study, robot stuff. But when they... And it'd be great for them to have other, like this Bangahu, you know, Bangahu soap, the after school study. Yes. Like, my kids love doing, like, now she's doing pottery and she brings home all these clay things. She, right. she loves it. Exactly. But they do drones and computers and Chinese. They can do everything. Exactly. So those are, I, I agree, but once you hit grade seven or middle school, middle school. everything stops pretty quick. Exactly. Even once you hit grade four, the hogwans start ramping up quite a bit. But wait till, uh, wait till the Enlightenment hits and they realize that, you know, time spent reading doesn't necessarily translate to a higher score. Or, you know, oh, I think it, time, I, time at the desk doesn't... I think it has already. I think the, the realization now is when you apply for university... Why is no like, one teaching here, like, how, how to study properly? Clearly, reading a book, sitting down, like, I studied 15 hours. Like, no, you didn't. You, you, you no. had to sleep. I don't know. 
Sleep, you know sleep, sleep. I, I will say I could be completely wrong. and Maybe some people can train themselves to, to sit down and read and consume that many hours a day. Personally, man, it's like 30 minutes on, take a small break. 30 minutes on maybe you can sit down for an hour sometimes but you lose you lose focus after sure you absolutely for and me, then do for it me, over I, I think of the in korea like my son my daughter is super smart mm. my youngest son could be a genius my middle my, my oldest son her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he takes taekwondo he's not he's, he's no genius he's no brain yeah. But he works hard. Mommy teaches him every night, makes sure that he keeps up with his grades and everything yeah. else. And then he does taekwondo seven seven days a week, yeah. or or seven hours a week, seven hours a week. And he's working hard and he loves taekwondo. And he says he wants to go to university in taekwondo. And that's and that's as a parent, you should be pushing him towards that. Not, exactly. Not like oh, you like taekwondo, but your math score sucks. You better do more math. Push him in towards the taekwondo. Exactly. That's, that's what so my son, my daughter, my my wife realized that he wasn't the most. Academic, <laughs> academically gifted. inclined yeah. so he's the wife makes sure he does his work yeah. he helps him out she always helps him out and then he does his taekwondo but I hate the taekwondo because it's just too many hours like in Korea in grade one my son was doing the school started a swim team on at the school the school swim team mm. And so he had to go, and they looked at him. They said, "Boy, he has a perfect body. He's a, he's a French Canadian. He's, he's <laughs> big and strong. Web toes." And then <clears throat> I went to and uh, Taekwondo. They say he's he's as strong as hell. Like he's the strongest boy in, take, in Taekwondo. Yeah. He, he's like he benches like his dad. He benches like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's French Canadian. So you and Dan Gauthier got something going on here. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So we worked out like a poutine the, running in these veins. So <laughs> poutine, the, the, the cheese runs in the veins very easy. So it works well. So. Yeah. And I think for some parents who, who wish their kids were academically inclined and in really brainiacs, I think it's almost, not shameful, but like, oh, I wish they were something else. I don't think it's bad to be good in, in anything, man. Everything no. should be celebrated. We, Everything should be celebrated, yeah. but. I know a couple of kids from a long time ago. They said, oh, "I want to be a, a paleontologist." Yeah. And if they go into paleontology, are they going to make money? You got to be realistic too. <laughs> Un- yeah. Well, it depends. Uh, depends where you are. Actually, it's funny you say paleontologist. I know uh, or friends with uh, a guy. I don't know if he's exactly a paleontologist, but he does work with uh, Pangude. Okay. Um, and at, at some point in his career, he was digging up bones, and yeah. when they dig for new, uh, when they dig for new buildings, right. if they find any artifacts, they call him. He got, he goes and he checks goes out the whole thing. Maybe a bad example, but yeah, no, I get what you're saying. There so, has to be some, and that's the idea. Yeah. Like for Koreans, he eventually went to finance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mommy and daddy said you're going to finance. <clears throat> yeah, so he went to Goddard. He majored in finance. He graduated sure. in finance. Yeah, but there can exactly. be. Uh, yeah, yeah, he can open a Taekwondo. Exactly. Uh, taekwondo, uh, John, yeah. Eventually, my wife thinks, well, I don't know what my wife thinks. UFC. Uh, hopefully, after grade 12 or after he finishes Taekwondo in university, he, we go back to Canada. What? And then he'll open a Taekwondo in Canada because there's not that many Taekwondos in Canada. But dude, and they, it, it uh, costs an arm and a cock to uh, to put your kid through there. My cousins did it, and I think the monthly 
in Niagara, anyways, the monthly fee fee was pretty low. How much but, was it? Whatever, a hundred bucks, hundred fifty bucks. This is years ago, right. but it was when they did something special or a grading, like, or oh, you're changing belts. Right. Well, you need seventeen extra privates, and your belt fee, and this right. fee, and you, you we're going to give you a certificate. Well, you wouldn't get anybody better than a than a half Korean, half French Canadian. I mean, shit. That, that would be the. They they always give him that he's like when they do the taekwondo like the, the, all the stands or all the yeah. different moves where you you're carrying somebody. They always put him at the base because he's the strongest. Nice. <laughs> and my wife complains about it because he's tired because he has diabetes. So he, he, like he he can do it no mm. problem, but he doesn't want to do it all the time because it's he gets tired. Yeah. So diabetes. He's got the type one. Type one. That's born with. Oh, I can't remember. No. Type she one means insulin every day, twice a day. Okay, okay, okay. Metering. Type type two is the one that's ravaged all over Canada, America, right? I mean, that's type two is the older people who uh, the, the pancreas still working a somewhat, but it's not working too well. So you have to take a pill, or you have to take a, okay, okay, blah blah blah. He wears the little monitor on his on his arm. Up until a year ago, no, hmm. but uh, in the past six months. It seems like the Korean government has decided to start paying for that. Beautiful. Or at least part of it or something like that. So because of that, he wears the, he wears a little puck. <laughs> Is that yeah. the continuous blood glucose monitor? A bl- continuous blood glucose monitor. So every time he takes his telephone, puts it against the little puck that's about uh, loony size or toony size, yeah. Yeah. maybe a little bit bigger than a toony. Yeah. And it's good reference. And, and he puts the telephone right on top of it and up, oh, 250. Up. Mm. Oh, 125. Oh, 600. Yeah. It's really funny because the Korean system and the American and Canadian system are completely different. Oh. Because the sugars in Canada, we we say sugars between 1 and 15, 1 and 20. Okay. The the Koreans use the American system and it's from 0 to 600. And because they measure it differently. It's a different different scale. It's a different scale. What's the ideal? You want to be around 90? In Korea, the Korean-American system is between 70 and 150. Okay, okay. Uh, 180 is a little high. 600, you're going to get punched. (laughs) 600 means your your blood sugar is through the roof. Through the roof. You're saturated with sugars. So that's why. That's the difference here. Uh, How? It's hard. I I read about diabetes. Like, my brother has diabetes, so Mm. I know about diabetes in Canada and everything else. And... After my son got it, I said, my son, he's never been fat. Mm. He's never eaten junk food. It sounds like he's quite active as he's well. He's quite right? active. He he was swimming four hours a day. Mm. Oh, he's 12? He was, he's 12. Today, when, he's 12. When was he diagnosed? When he was 10. 10. Uh, or 9. 9? 10. Mm, 10. Yeah. 10. Uh, so, 8. 9. 9. 9. Mm. He was 9. He was 9. Well, so, I started to read about it, and... There is a very interesting connection, correlation that they're starting to figure out. When you're hungry for sugar, doesn't sugar doesn't mean the sugar doesn't make you diabetic. The sugar is the symptom. Mm. The cause of diabetes is too much pollution in your body. That's what they're coming to the conclusion of. From you mean like outdoor pollution, like any kind of any pollution. Okay, okay. Any any outdoor pollution that gets into your body, like the PM two point fives and all all the pollution outside. Like they've They've seen where uh, two towns, same, same town, except for the fact that one has clean environment, the other one has dirty. 
the dirty town will be 50% or 75% more diabetics. Is Really? Yeah. But is that... Just like when there's a, uh, an accident. Let's say there's a chemical accident, a train chemical accident beside mm. a town. They've noticed that after the chemical accident was in Europe somewhere, the ins- the uh, diabetes rate in that town jumped mm. 500% in two years. Uh, I was going to say maybe... Because, and their reasoning behind it is the idea that your the, the pollution is not supposed to be in your body. Mm. So what happens? The pancreas is trying is pumping out insulin as much as it can to try and break it down to get rid of it. Mm. But it doesn't break down. So eventually the immune system says, what's the matter? The, uh, it's the pancreas that's causing the problem because they're, they're pumping too much. Mm. And, because, and that's why you're always hungry for sweets because your insulin is always pumping. Yeah. And so kill the pancreas. The, the immune system turns on itself and kills the pancreas because it's pumping up too much insulin. Yeah. And that's the idea they have today. I would have thought. And that's so. what happened. My son was swimming four hours a day. The high school, the sports high school in Gangdong. Swimming four hours a day? Yeah. Two hours a day of swimming and two, three hours a day of swimming and one hour to two hours of exercise a day. That's what they do. Yeah. Korean, my wife, Korean wife says, uh, when we go into something, we go in. All in. We do, all in. We, we jump all, all in. All when, the time. When we hike Munsu Mountain, we got to look like we're going to Everest. Exactly. Just That's, in case. Just in case the mountain grows 8,000 meters on the way up. And if you need if you need a car, you're going to have to buy a Santa Fe because we you got to be ready for those roads in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you bought the the Daiso scooter instead. I bought the Daiso. <laughs> the I, I I went to school with a couple diabetic kids. Um, the old days when you had to give an injection. Right. And <clears throat> I just remember a few different things slightly from from those experiences, but I seem to recall them being very independent, and because they seem to learn about their condition quickly and they know the ins and outs and maybe it makes them grow up or, or, or just mature a little bit faster because they're responsible. There's two points. They're responsible for their own. They're either more responsible or they blame it. Okay. I, I can see that too. So my question was going to be, his, is your son kind of independent and he, he kind of, he can manage and control everything pretty good for a young age or? At 12 years old, mommy's there for him. Yeah. Mommy's always there for him. But my brother... Uh, but is he there, like- are, there are two there are two versions like you said so, some kids uh, become super independent they become they can take control of their life and they they go forward but is he like some hey kids- mama mom I, I can handle this don't just stop bugging me so much I can do this or the is mommy, it mommy says shut up do what <laughs> do what you're told yeah. film that good <laughs> but, uh, so yeah my, my son he's He's half and half. He and the, he knows what he has to do. Like, I give him sugar. I give him chocolate and everything else. And now he's actually starting to back off. He's saying, Dad, I don't eat it. Yeah. And I'm proud of him because he's learning. He, he has, he's sure. maturing. Yeah. And so mom, mom was his support. And then daddy says, hey, give him a break. Like, let him take the, the chocolate. The chocolate's not going to kill him. Just give him more insulin at the end mm. if he needs it. Uh, I'm from the guy. I'm from the school there. The insulin's not the problem. Sugar is not the problem. Mm. I've I've read through my reading and everything else. Sugar is not the problem. Sugar was the symptom. Mm. The symptom was not enough. Uh, you can't get rid of the sugar because well, you can't get rid of it because the immune system has, has killed your pancreas. Mm. So give him the sugar and then give him more insulin. Who cares? So as but, I, I think of 
older. <laughs> like if you told me right now you can't eat pizza or burgers the rest of your life unless you if you do you got to take three extra shots but just load me up on the shots man. i'm still having my pizza and burgers. How much of these shots? that's what you, that's what you, that's what i tell my son if you want a pizza pizza no problem give yeah. yourself some extra insulin because there are different kinds of insulin because the stress will right. kill you just worrying there's long-term insulin that covers you for the whole day and then there's short-term insulin when it speaks and when it peaks when you have like when you eat your fudge or you eat your chocolate fudge it, uh, yeah. you the French Canadians coming out for sure <laughs> All right, we got Festival de Voyageur coming up or what um, I was going to say so I think Ulsan might be no it used to be a lot worse but might be well known for the air the, the quality of air or the lack of quality of air as a parent and with your wife and based on what you just said, is there a large number of child diabetics here? Because in all of Korea, Korea in the last, it's, look at Korea. You look at the diabetes rates in Korea in the last 25 years, matches about the industrial, the industrialness of Korea. Yeah, but Korea- As Korean developed, and made more pollution as they had made more pollution. Korean diabetes rates have gone. Correlation. There's a correlation that of Korean diabetes. Koreans are yeah are swamped with. Oh, hold diabetes. on, you gotta you gotta consider too though that their diet has drastically changed as well. Kids exactly. are at the kids are at the party jump smashing sacrum delcom on, exactly. on the regular. There's, but there's more pollution and the pollution is causing a super spike in diabetes. Like my father in law has diabetes. Okay, but I mean what about what about for childhood diabetes? But is is there a lot of childhood diabetes here or no? I have no idea. I'm asking and, and here in Korea, the childhood diabetes in Korea, I don't know the stats, mm. but the overall stat I know in Korea is that the diabetes has skyrocketed in Korea. Well, I, Which probably I, means childhood diabetes too. Because my son just went to a camp three months ago mm-hmm. for a ch- diabetes camp. And all the kids there had diabetes. So I know, I know the type 2 diabetes is getting wild here. That's the older guys. But it's, on, it's been on Why a lot of... Think? Well, it's been on a lot of podcasts that they compare and they say it's not just obesity. Like at home, you think, ah, oh, you're old, poor diet, you're fat, you're sedentary. But they said, then, why is it so wild? Japan and Korea have two of the highest rates of diabetes in the world, as far as I remember. And when we had Anna on, mm. I think we confirmed that, didn't we? And she she brought that up. Yeah. And I just heard or read it before that. And they said, these are the slimmest countries exactly. in the and world. Exactly, they're still fat. So it's not the fat. It's not the sugar. Yeah. It's the pollution. It's the pollution. The higher the pollution rates, the higher the diabetes. Yeah. I, I haven't read or heard anything on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to look into it now that you say that. Yeah. But I remember being shocked that Korea and Japan had two of the highest rates and China also climbing quickly for adults yeah. type 2 diabetes. Because the adults, then they were born, they were born with healthy, but over the course of 50 years, they, they slowly accumulated mm. all the shit in their body. So by 55, they have a healthy system, mm. but it's over polluted. So... It starts to slow down. So with Canada being a pretty clean country, what? Well, no, that's there? the problem. Canada, ninety percent of Canadians are in, are tightly, one hundred fifty kilometers from America. So like Toronto is even dirtier than Wilson, where Toronto is as dirty Toronto, as Seoul. Toronto's gross. Nothing like North Bay or Thunder Bay. No, but they, I mean, but, back in the early or in the late nineties, I remember they used to have like the smog warnings or whatever. But they put all stops in that. I've checked the AQI. in Toronto. Yeah, it's not that bad. Oh, I, I've Toronto, checked it. In the summer, Toronto's gross. When you it, fly it, it, in, you it, can see the bubble over the. You can you can just go. Oh, I'm entering the smog. It's it's bad in Toronto. It, oh, I thought that was. I mean, no, when, when we were dealing with 
pollution here. Do you remember we had a couple of years of of bad air here? I would compare to back home, and that's when a lot of dads were were jumping back. But I'd look. I mean, Niagara thirty. Indy, you go up to Toronto. wasn't uh, wasn't as bad as wasn't as bad as here. So but, for me, like hmm. a few months ago, every time I had a piece of sugar, I would feel super tired, super sleepy. Ooh. So I'm always saying to myself, I think I have diabetes. I'm starting to get into it. Yeah, yeah. So what I did, what I started to do was I started to take... Extra I, poutine. No. That's, that's a good poutine idea. filter. But what you take is... Uh, Double dose of cheese curds. Uh, detoxing. You try to detox the system as much as you can. And one of my best detox systems, I started to take a rubus tea. Rubus takes out all the heavy metals and everything else from your uh. body. So I started to detox myself. And the last thing that really, I have no more problems now because the last thing I took was um, a prebiotic. And the prebiotic allowed Probiotics? me. Probiotics? Prebiotic. Pre. Is that different than pro? Yes. yes. Okay. There's three. Yeah. Pre, pro, post. Yeah, okay, okay. Pre is before uh, all the stuff that you need so that your uh, probiotic works. All oh. the all the all the bacteria in your gut. Okay, okay. They need food. Okay. That's the prebiotic. Yeah. The probiotic is give you the, the bacteria. Yeah. The postbiotic helps you helps you the the lower intestines and everything else. That when you're shitting and everything else, you don't okay. get cancer and yeah. colon cancer and everything else. Ah. Interesting. So there's three. So because of that, I I did that, and it's I have no more problems. I, I can have sugars now anytime, and I'm not tired anymore. Nice. So that's cool. Not only you, know, you sound like a doctor now too. You got everything covered here. Well, what happened is that I took I worked for five years in the pharmaceutical industry, mm. and by learning by is pharmaceutical industry like ten times removed. Mm. <laughs> like I was, I was, my job was essentially. Uh, the making the boxes, making the boxes no, for the pills. Well, no. uh, my job was I talked to my vice president of SK Chemical, who was a pharmacist. He he'd find companies in America that he wouldn't bring want to bring drugs uh, to them in Korea. Okay. So he'd get me to talk to them. Oh, okay. So I had to know the product. So I learned a whole bunch of things about the pharmaceutical industry that you don't want to know. <laughs> What's what would that really pisses me off. Because that's why I hate vaccines. Mm. That's why I'm always weary of vaccines. This is the reason. If you have a drug that you can pay, you can sell a person, a man, every day for the next 50 years because he has a prostate problem, or you can give him one injection and cure him for the rest of his life, mm. which product will be, is able, which product can you sell in Korea? What do you mean? What? If you have a pill yeah, yeah. that can help your your prostate work yeah, yeah. every day for the rest of your life, what can or you, you take one shot, one in, one injection, and it clears up the problem for the rest of your life, what what do you think is going to be useful? What do you think you can sell in Korea? Oh, what do you mean? What will Koreans? Do you mean legally, or what will legally. Koreans prefer? What will Koreans prefer? What will what will pharmaceutical companies bring to Korea? Obviously, the pill. Exactly, yeah. that's the point. Pharmaceutical industry is based on profits. Yeah. They don't want a cure. So why do you hate they vaccines? Want to, they don't want a cure. They want to. They want to manage the problem. Of course, yeah. Vaccines the same thing. Vaccine. If you have to give like a booster, booster one, booster two, booster three, booster four, booster five, booster mm. six, they don't want a cure. Sure. Mm. What they want is to make, is to make two billion people take your vaccine every six months. 
that's making money. <laughs> sure. What, what about the tested vaccines? Are you against all vaccines? Or no. Just the the, the MR, mRNA vaccine is not a vaccine. Hmm. What it did was that it made a hole. The first shot was made a, made a hole in your DNA. Mm. And the second shot, it tells your DNA how to make something. Uh-huh. That's Is that a vaccine? I don't know. No, it's gene therapy. Mm. But they never told the, the population, Pfizer, Moderna, they never told the population they're getting gene therapy. They yeah. told the population <laughs> they're getting a vaccine. Because gene therapy, nobody would accept it. So they lie. They say, oh, there's a new kind of vaccine. No, it's not a vaccine. You're freaking lying. You're, it's lying marketing. Marketing liars. Uh-huh. Uh, it was gene therapy that now people are dying or there's more and more cases of people dying of strange diseases and things that uh, died in the middle of the night or died after two-week illness. Uh-huh. Why? Because there's, there's a very foreign substance in your genes that you're pumping out into your system. Mm. Did you, you didn't, obviously you didn't take the COVID vaccine. I took the COVID vaccine, you but did. not those two. <laughs> not those two? Well, I, I noticed just the only difference for me after those two is my, my cock grew three centimeters longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, for me, I took the Novavax. Novavax is a regular vaccine. They cut the, they cut the, va- they cut the virus into microscopic system and then they inject it in your body. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's microscopic uh, uh, virus, microscopic uh, of the coronavirus, microscopic oh. pieces of the uh, of the coronavirus, and they gave it to me. And I waited two years. Is that like a flu shot? No, oh, I waited. Where they put the dead flu in it? Is that same exactly idea? the same okay. idea? Uh, so that's why I took. But I have problems from, from that day forward because I caught the vi- I caught the virus and the vaccine on the same day. Oh, nice. One plus one. <laughs> so I got a double power. I got double. So I've been trying to overcome that. With... Oh, you're like the Hulk now. <laughs> well, I've actually lost weight. I was 98 kilos. Now I'm down to 91. Good for you. So, but it's okay. Wow. Cool. So back back to the, the, the diabetes stuff. How how does it impact the daily life for your son? And, and how has it affected kind of the family as a whole? I can't... Uh, for my son, I... My son's very angry that he can't eat what everybody else is eating sometimes. Or uh, it's hard on daddy the most, I think. <laughs> mm. Sorry to say. Uh, it's hard on me because of the fact that I'm French-Canadian. Our, beg- <laughs> our best time is Drinking. Is, is, dinner t- is meal time. Yeah. Meal time is important time. It's, the, it's where you talk to your kids, you talk to your wife. You, you know, it's like, uh, I come home at 9 o'clock at night, I don't want to eat alone. I want to have, I want to share something with my kids. Mm. I can't do it anymore. My wife is very, very strong on brushing her teeth. And so the, my kids say, Daddy, I don't want to eat with you. I, I got to brush my teeth. I already brushed my teeth. Mm. Uh, Daddy, I can't eat with you because... Because you're getting home late? Is that... Yeah, because I'm getting home late or everything else. But just the, the idea that not being able to share everything mm. with my kids at any time. Sure. Where it's hard. It's, yeah. not, it's not easy for me. Uh, but the, the Poisson guess is at 9.30 p.m. is not, uh, not good for... I'll eat something. Like I'll eat, a, uh, oh. I'll eat whatever, like a small something. Sure, yeah. But... Uh, I just wanted to say Boston guesses. <laughs> so, so what about what about for your for my son? For your son, is it a major inconvenience, a small inconvenience? Maybe. I mean, if you say he can't eat, all his friends do, but other people can't do all. This. Exactly, but my kids is, don't have phones. His kids don't have phones. They can't do what all their friends do because our friends are all on their phones. Everyone has probably some form of they can't do what they want. Maybe, but, but this mm-hmm. the problem is that 
it's life changing for him because of the fact that it is diabetes. It's not about a phone. Right. It's like yeah. his body is. I'm not comparing. I just. Yeah, I know. I understand. What is the level of inconvenience, or how does the, he? The level of inconvenience is that he can't do. He, every time he does something, he has to check his sugar first, or every time he has to go out, he has to bring his diabetes kit. Every time he goes out today with the monitor on his arm, it's much easier. Sure. And he doesn't have to pick his finger every time he has to do something. Right. Yeah. Uh, so this is much easier today, but it's. So is he, would you say he's well adapted or? He's, it's just that it's a daily thing. Yeah. It's, it's always, it's always going to be right. there. It's always there. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, you have, let's say once a day you at 12 o'clock, you have to pick up an orange. Okay, or there's a study. Remember, remember a long time ago in high school, the girls, uh, the show girls that you don't want to have a baby, they would give her a doll, and they tell her you have to change a diaper every two hours, yeah, and do it for next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. what would the, the girls say? Oh, it's tiring after every two hours. It's, yeah. it's annoying. He has to do that for the rest of his life. Yeah. He has to take, he has to check his sugars four times a day. Mm. He has to take insulin two times a day, and it's daily. Yeah. It's like, what do you do every day that's the same time every day? Mm. That's, it's a prison. Mm. It's like, a, it's an invisible prison. Sure. So At the same time, though, I think if you go, if you reframed it and said, you know, it, it could have, could be like this, like it was 30, 40 years ago, where it was more difficult to right. manage versus today where he's got his patch. I think it is a lot more manageable, maybe easier. It's a lot easier, yeah. but it's still doing it's still But done. it's easier. Sure. Sure. It's much, much easier. Because when we had N on, she made it sound like almost it was. Well, she's used to it. Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. And and been a long time. But she's had it since, what, two, <clears throat> two years old. Her whole life. She hasn't known anything different. She <clears> hasn't <throat> known anything different. Mm. But, um, he was 10, but it's just like you have to do it every day. Yeah. Three, four times a day. Yeah, it's like to me, I call that a prison. Yeah, has he has he had any attacks or any episodes of? That's the thing. Like my wife is, she's a math major, (laughs) which means she's very diligent. She's the most diligent person I know, and she's more diligent some prisons I know. (laughs) So because that, he's never had an episode in over three years or over two years. He's never had an episode. Good. Good, good, good. Which is surprising hopefully... because my brother, he had an episode every two months. Every three months. Yeah. <laughs> is there any, is, does it create any tension? Like, I, I couldn't imagine if I was in that situation as a young guy growing up and you want to think about it, you have to think about it, but you can easily forget about it, you know, playing with your buddies or, or you can't, this or that. You can't forget about it. But, but that's what I mean. So I think maybe I, I would have drove my parents crazy in that maybe I might have had episodes regularly just from being careless and, and young and dumb. and Exactly. You know, um, especially, I mean, youth, high, elementary school age where it could slip your mind or whatever, but that's where you need the math major to... Keep it straight. So, I mean, does it does it create that tension? I could imagine there's my always mom's, a tension. There's my always mom's a tension holding because, me. Uh, I want to go out and say, uh, he has to take his sugar. He has to have lunch. He has to eat dinner. Yeah, we got it. There's always it's always there. Is there problems there. with uh, with the school lunch? I, I know they're pretty healthy here. Yeah, I think here school lunch here is like yeah, not no problems here. But that's it's not a Canadian problem. It's not an American problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, school lunches here is rice and kimchi and yeah, yeah. fish. They had some, they had samgyeopsal a couple of days ago a week sure, ago. Yeah. Uh, like it's it's healthy food okay, here. Okay. So that, that's he not has problem. no problem with that. He has oh, no that's problem. Good. That, one less one less thing you got to worry about. One less thing he has yeah. to worry about. Awesome. What, is, what is the support like uh, from the local? Offices from the government, from the medical system. You said just recently the they system. started 
they start subsidizing the they he pay he doesn't have to pay for it oh that's awesome beautiful so that's that's really nice life-changing life-changing for me like yeah. it was it was a couple so hundred bucks easier. a month wasn't it for anna no anna like, mentioned that, it. but that thing is 75 bucks for two weeks yeah yeah eighty thousand one for sure, two yeah. weeks so it's 160 bucks or 150 bucks every every month and mm. uh, they pay for it beautiful uh, so it's it's a nice it's a beautiful thing that that, that thing really that's that's uh, all he has to do oh, 200 i gotta eat oh 200 i gotta i gotta make sure i, I take some insulin yeah or, and then he talk he calls his, his mom and he either gives it himself or his mom gives it to him hmm. and when he's too sleepy mommy gives it to him and when he's when he's awake he does it so she's not just a math major she's probably an expert on diabetes now too for well, not the only diabetes, but anyways. <laughs> That's another problem. <laughs> Too many experts in the house. <laughs> nah, well, I didn't know we weren't going to talk about it. Uh, my s- I'm happy I'm a man of God and I go to the church and everything else because Korea has been very hard yeah. in some ways. Because in September 2020, when the corona came in, six months later, my first son developed diabetes. Eleven months later... My other son start his face color started to change, mm. and my wife noticed it. So my wife uh, took him to the hospital, and they they gave him a whole bunch of testing and everything else. And then my wife is an angel in some ways. Mm. Oh, I can't. <laughs> She's an angel. Well, she had to be in the hospital for three months. In the thirteen month period, she was in the hospital three months solid during the Corona crisis. She's in the hospital. My kids, my other kids, my I don't see my wife for three months. Mm. Because my second son developed leukemia. Mm. And so I look at that and I say, hey, I'm fine. I, I can go. I can do this. I have faith. If God, if my son dies, he's going to be happy. He's going to be in heaven. Mm. He doesn't have to worry about this shit anymore. Yeah. If, he, if he lives, yeah, I can have more fun with him. Mm. <laughs> so I cherish every day. Sure. And... I get that from God. I get that. I get that. My foundation is God. Nothing shakes me because mm. my foundation is God. Mm. So because of that, no problem. You, my wife, my daughter becomes a mental patient. No problem. I'll take care of my daughter too. <laughs> mm. yeah. It's just strength. Where is your strength? What's your, what's your strength based on? Like a lot of Koreans say, my strength is myself. Well, what happens if you if you if you have if you lose your arm tomorrow? Are you? How are you going to deal with that? How are you going to deal with that? If you believe in your money, what happens if you have a typhoon tomorrow and everything's gone, or your bank account is emptied because your wife spends it, spends it all? How are you going to feel? Mm. How do you how do you cope? Mm. Like uh, so, religions is your your rock something that you exactly, can always go back to. Exactly, it's my rock that's yeah. that's five thousand years old. I don't think it's going to move. Mm. So well, that's it. Um, so, leukemias. So his uh, his face changes color. You go in. What's the how long after till there's diagnosis? Within a few days, they 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 know the diagnosis, and then he was in the hospital for about a month and a half. Oh. And then he's well, a month month and a half, two months, and then uh, he they started on chemotherapy immediately. Uh, he doesn't take radiation. No radiation. He never mm. had to take radiation. Uh, and then they, they, after the chemotherapy, they started giving hormone shots mm. to try and get his T cells to grow. Okay. And then make him like they're too stunted. Yeah. That's why he's dying. That's why he would die without yeah. the 
chemo to kill the T-cells that are too short and give them extra hormones. But their hormones, my, my youngest is 10. My oldest daughter is 14. Hmm. My youngest is heavier than my oldest. Oh, yeah. Put some weight on him. He, he, because he's always hungry. He has hormone shots. Sure. Yeah. Growth hormone growth, shots. Yeah. Like, and he, so he's always hungry. Like he wants to, he wants to grow he, yeah. and, and everything else. But he's like, he's 53 kilos. He's 10 years old. He's 53 kilos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you're supposed to be about 30. Yeah. <laughs> he's 53. So I hug him every day. I love him every day. Uh, he's the magnet. I'm the magnet in my family, so he's the magnet. So magnet means youngest. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the youngest. I'm the youngest in my family. I have an older brother, five years. Sister's four years older. So yeah. uh, I hug him to death sure. every day because I don't know if he's going to be there next day. Yeah. <laughs> How? Well, uh, what were the the biggest initial challenges? I mean, just just all of this coming at once. I mean, it's probably Corona a good, years. A good thing you it's, have faith, but on top of that getting a diabetes diagnosis and then leukemia and corona i mean you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't imagine when it rains it pours and and it doesn't rain doesn't pour it's a typhoon season (laughs) (laughs) it's typhoon season Uh, what what were some of the i mean apart your your wife was staying in the hospital for three months that was between both yeah well actually more maybe even longer than three months uh it's the two times in my life that my wife actually hugged me Mm. And you know, when, when my, my first kid was, was in the hospital, she came outside at Osan University Hospital and we just hugged each other for two minutes yeah. because she's like, like, she's just overwhelmed. Sure. Yeah. And the second son, when he got leukemia, she came outside once and we hugged each other and said, Hanman uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> One more time. Sure. Uh, it's the only two times my wife has hugged me. Yeah. The <laughs> apart from the three times that we made the kids, so, exactly. So I, I was gonna, I was. Gonna, I thought I did. I went to her. She didn't come to me. Because of back. I, I, I was gonna ask. I, I want to get back and talk more about this, but um, that's usually a point of contention in many relationships among Koreans. What uh, religion? Okay. Because now, yes. I mean, of course, Buddhism is kind of is kind of free and DIY. You know, there's not a lot of. A, a lot of serious com- I mean many are very committed but lots are you know I go Anything to the temple else. Buddhist birthday go right. once in a while my wife was was my mother-in-law was Christian my father-in-law is nothing okay believes in nothing my do- my wife was raised Christian but at 18 she walked away okay and she likes Buddhism she leans towards Buddhism now but beyond all that culturally in Korea culturally everybody's Buddhist Right. Culturally. Right. And that causes that's a, that's a good point. It's, it's like Christian society, America and Canada were changing, but at the core, at the base, most of us is, it's still a Christian society, a Judeo-Christian society. Mm, right. This is not a Judeo-Christian society. Right. This is push it, this boss, employee, uh, teacher, <laughs> student, uh, professor, Blah blah blah. Confucianism. It's Confucianism and Buddhism, and it's it's drilled into you. It's, mm, that, yeah. That's their culture. That's the culture. So, I have problems with my wife because of that. So I, I was going to say, does you you count on on church and religion a lot? I was going to say, does she share the same? No, not not at all. She does her own thing. She she does her exercising every once in a while. She likes to watch TV till one o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, but I, I just she, mean in terms of the faith. And, and that's what helps I, you get through. I get through it by faith. She gets through it by just 
Powering through. Just powering through. Agile yeah. style. Well, everyone, everyone's got their own ways of coping and, yeah. and whatnot, right? But That's even a, like in Canada, powering through, they, Koreans, the Koreans are masters at it. They just yeah, power sure. through it. That's why I like that study. Like if I do a, if I do something gentle to my wife, she says, "Well, okay, thank you." It's like there's no gratitude towards that. There's yeah, a, it's yeah. like uh, for Koreans, that's why once uh, politicians and Americans said Korea is it's a money making machine. Why? Because they just power through. Mm. They just forget everything else. Just do it. Get mm. it done. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I got. I have these guys in this winter camp at the university, and we did a thing on on happiness, health, and wealth, and they all put happiness first. Bullshit. Almost all of them. Bullshit. And and I I asked them about <laughs> studying for the sunum, because they're all they all went through high school re- right. very recently, and I said, was that a happy time? And they're like, no, absolutely hated myself. Hated. It. I was like, would you make your kids study for the sunum? Of and course. They, <laughs> they say no, but I was like, but you don't have kids. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. But but I, I I, otherwise the sunum wouldn't exist. Exactly. I mean, if everybody truly believed happiness was the the number one thing. The kids wouldn't be studying till 2 a.m. for the sunum. And what do they do? They just put their heads down and power. And they say, Professor, this is a sacrifice we had to make. Exactly. And now we can kind of yeah. take our foot off the gas and chill a bit and whatever. And same thing but in America. But that's the power through just. In, the, in America, if you want to go to Harvard, yeah. what do you do? You power through. Yeah, you have but to. First year, first, year, first year of Harvard, every professor, they give you tests and everything else. But... They take it as easy as possible because they know to get into Harvard, you had to work hard. Right now, you gotta just so recuperate. first year at Harvard is like it's a it's like cake recovery cakewalk. <laughs> right. It's a cakewalk recovery time. Yeah, uh, they, you have to do some work, but as long as you do the work, we're not gonna push you. Mm. Second, third, fourth year, I, sure. I, I read Wrap the article. Now they start pounding you, but yeah. it's same thing in Korea. All of Korea is like all of Korea is wants to go into Harvard. Like yeah. every mother wants their kid to go to Harvard and. It's not just a, a fantasy. It's like let's try and make it happen. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You you back back to your son there. You you say the faith is what gets you through and stuff. Yeah. Has your perspective changed at all since now you have two two sons with uh, deepened, deepened, deepened. In which way? Uh, what is you 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 mentioned earlier? Uh, what's the most important thing in life? And you said, and a lot of Koreans said happiness. For well, me, in my no, class well, of 12 no, students, that, yeah. That, and the happiness is one aspect of life, but it's only one aspect. Uh, another aspect of life is being diligent, being strong, being 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 faithful, being strong, being diligent. Mm. And the last aspect of life is you gotta you gotta be wise about it. You gotta think about it. You gotta use your brain. Yeah. Use your damn brain. You got one, use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to work together. Mm. And if you you make it work together, and you you. You, the religious words transcend. If you can get them to transcend together, then that's why with my kids, I just when I can, I make them happy. When I can, I I get them to st- I get them to work. When I can, I get them to st- uh, to, uh, to think about their wife. Like I explain, I I I do a lot more explaining of life to my kids than my dad ever did to me. Right. Mm-hmm. My dad was pretty quiet. My dad had a hard life when he was when he was a little boy, and so uh, he was a very quiet. Hardworking man. Yeah, uh, but but standard for that generation. Exactly, yeah. so we're, we're a little bit stronger than the sure, standard sure, sure, generation. Yeah. But because he lost his eye at three years old. Okay. 
So he was a little bit harder than the standard deviation. Mm. Uh, so for with me, I just you, I that's why I studied university where I took history, sociology, math, computers, philosophy, psychology, and on top of all that, I took one year of theology, mm. just to be able to understand what the hell's <laughs> what is this? What is this thing called life? Yeah. Yeah. What is this thing called life? It's a good, it's a question. It's a good question. <laughs> so when you think about it in terms of being strong, being intelligent, and being and being happy, you don't want to be happy. We all want to be happy. So I think happiness is a is a result of the diligent work and uh, and, and being intelligent about yeah, choices. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and that's what and that's Christian theology. The Father and the Son goes to the Holy Spirit. The Father is diligent. The Father has always been there. The Son, Jesus. How did Jesus connect to the people around him that blossomed into two billion people? Mm. He had to be intelligent about it. He mm. had to be able to explain himself. Yeah. And then from that, you get the beauty of life, the beauty, the creativity, and everything else. Yeah. We were just reflecting on life out at uh, out in the countryside there a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And just that night, man, you just look up at the stars. It, it gets me every time. It's because we don't see a nice night sky here right. all the time, right? Yeah. You go, you just look up, you're like, oh, my God, what what are we doing? Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Why does anything even matter? Like, you know, you get the, the most trivial getting, uh, I get angry driving in traffic or right. someone knocks you off and you... You take a chunk out of the road with your with your golden elbow there, like it's, you know, you, you look up at the stars like that's eh, not that big of a deal. Right? Yeah. What? Uh, how have the other siblings uh, reacted or taken to number three's diagnosis of? Oh yeah, I saw you posted that one. Yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> nice. How Road how rash. have the others reacted to the leukemia diagnosis? Sorry, just before that, how do you how do you break the news to yeah. the kids? How how is the? They were is, just told. Well, yeah, there's no nothing special. No, okay, okay. Nothing but how do you how do you how do you explain it in a kid friendly way that maybe they understand? <laughs> because they would like, have been. My, with my son, like my oldest son, he has diabetes, and like with my brother, diabetes is like why me, why me, why me? It, it start to focus just on me. Yeah. Uh, I had to show my son from the beginning, before even before that, that hey, it's not always about you. Mm. There are there are other people that are having things a little bit harder. Mm. And you, my, Eric's my oldest son. He said, Eric, if you take your medicine, you're going to live until fifty or a hundred years old. If you take your medicine, Luke, on the other hand, can die next month. Mm. Relax. Do what you need to do, but we have to be. We have to focus on Luke. Mm. Does he? Did I, so, I don't mean does it make him feel better? But did he? Did it put some perspective in for him? And, 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 and this perspective, yeah. right. like everybody needs perspective. Yeah. Where are you in life? Yeah. You gotta. You gotta be. You gotta manage. You gotta be able to manage. That's how I manage. I manage through. Uh, Sometimes I want to be happy. Like last night, I really want a pizza party, but my wife doesn't think that way. <laughs> so she sent my youngest off to grandmother's house, and then she sends. Then my son goes to bed early, and I'm stuck alone, and I'm, I'm not kim, happy anymore. Kimchi ramen party. <laughs> kimchi ramen, uh, sure. <laughs> the so so you 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 explain you, it to the kids, and well, my daughter, she's. She, 
I was going to ask, has she become like a second mother figure and, and a helper or? She has become a helper, especially with my oldest son. She has been able to uh, get him to take his diabetes, to check his sugars and everything else, wake him up. I don't know if my daughter has ever given him a shot. I'm not sure. About that. Mm. I don't think. I'm not sure. But uh, my older daughter, she's become a, a somewhat of a bit of a nurse. In some ways, to the older son, yeah. the youngest son, mommy takes care of him. Like he has sure. to take a pill every day, and the son he doesn't like taking pills sometimes because it makes him barf. Yeah. So I, it's something that he has to deal with, and I have to deal with, and mommy has to deal with it. And, but mommy has to push him to take it because if he doesn't take it, then his whole system goes bananas. So what after after the he went straight into chemo? He went pretty much yes. What was that like? And you were you? It was during Corona. Were you allowed to go to the hospital no. and visit or no? No. And he was in Asan up in Gyeongui. No, no, he was, he was in Ulsan University Hospital, and he was in Ulsan University Hospital for a, about a year and a half, for about sixteen months, and then the doctor retired. Here, here at Ulsan University Hospital, and then when the doctor retired, then he had to transfer over to Asan, uh, no Yangsan, uh, at the Busan Kids Hospital University Hospital. Yeah, uh, because there's nothing here now. So uh, he, so he went through. It's amazing the doctor retired and they didn't have somebody in line. Because, well, that's the problem. What What's the major problem between in, in Korea and in, in Japan? Mm. No doctors? Low birth rate. Oh, low birth yeah. rate. You don't have enough kitties, and this is hard work. And the cancer studying and cancer treatments, cancer study, it's hard work. It's 10, 15 years of studying. Yeah. There's not a the kids, some... Not enough specialists. Not enough specialists. That, that nobody wants to take that because yeah. it's poor. The That's why in America, it's such a great... It's, it's such a good country in some ways. Everybody might, everybody might complain about the medical system in America, but at least there's there is no shortage of specialists because a cancer specialist in America, he's going to make a lot of money. It's cheap, yeah. In Korea, a cancer specialist, he doesn't make that much money. No, yeah. Uh, I know a doctor, like I, I was teaching two doctors at Wilson University Hospital, and they're making $7 million a month. $7 to $8 million a month. Not a cancer specialist? No, no. Just a regular doctor. Oh, a regular yeah. doctor or like a, the, some doctors, like Wilson University Hospital, their salaries, the, yeah. the prestige for those that, for those is that amazing. Don't, for those that don't know, that's about $80, $85,000 a year. No, about $100,000. $7 million? $7 million a month. Yeah. Eight mil, eight mil, eight mil a month. Size eight mil. Okay, under hundred, anyways. Just okay. So eight mil, eighty to hundred million a month. Eighty to hundred thousand dollars a month. Mm. That's all they make. Wow, that's the juice isn't worth the squeeze. But for most, it's of a them. social prestige. Work yeah. at Osan University Hospital. It's the best hospital in the city. So you get the prestige. You don't make the money. A lot of doctors but the work have their grueling, own grueling, grueling, grueling work. No. Well, work well it depends on this depends on this doctor. Mm. But uh, the smaller hospitals, or if you own your own uh, clinic. clinic, then you can make lots more money. Sure, because you're the businessman; you're taking your care of yourself. Yeah, but and it's not it's, it's not like Canada or the states here where you can get Indian doctors or Pakistani doctors or Filipino or whoever Chinese, right? Because I mean, you can be a cancer specialist. They can throw all the money you want, but who speaks Korean? Exactly. Nope. So you can't have... Where, where in Canada now, a lot of the doctors and a lot of the best doctors are immigrants. And 
hey, they've they've acquired the English, they've acquired the skills, and now they can apply that. But but they have to go through a, a long. Well, sure, I don't, sure, I don't sure. Think they change. I think they change. But in, in Canada, in America, you have to go through a long. They're cha- I, I think it is exam. changing. I yeah. think it's changing. Yeah. Yeah, but they had to do lots of exams to make sure, sure, that sure. they got in. But that's changing. But I mean, for here, like they don't, they can't source doctors from anywhere else. Exactly. They can't get. I mean, if Canada needs has a doctor shortage, they can put a message out in India saying, "Hey, we'll take." The top 20 doctors graduating next year, right. straight on jobs, will pay you double. We need them. That's it. Right. You can't do that here because... You can do that with the Ch- Ch- Korean Chinese, but... Yeah. <laughs> not, but, I don't, but there's not... not again, that's exactly. not big enough numbers to exactly. be studying these it's, things. It's not like in Western culture. Um, so. so when he was here getting chemo, how long did that last? So he's, still, he's still taking chemo. Still? He's still For taking how long? chemo. Every every once every three months he gets a nailed. Uh, he, he gets a what? Sorry. He gets he gets nailed. He gets, oh, okay, okay. He gets the chemo. Yeah. Once every three months, uh, but he goes to the hospital every two weeks. Okay. He's still going to the hospital every two weeks. Because just how long check. is the chemo dose? The session? chemo dose is one day. Uh, he gets he leaves the house at six thirty in the morning. He gets in the Einstein by eight. Uh, he gets the chemo shot by ten eleven o'clock, and then he recovers till about four or five o'clock in the afternoon, and then he comes home. What is what is that like? Can he play on a phone or watch some TV or something while he's doing that, or is that is he just completely? Chemo is just a, a drip pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. drip pen. But the, the chemo itself, like after he takes the chemo, he's not feeling so well. Yeah. So he goes to sleep. He sleeps, and he's it's usually rough on a very body. upset stomach, and he usually has he's usually very tired and. Does that mean? So is it just laying on a bed somewhere? Just laying on the bed and just dripping. I I've never gone. Like yeah. my wife does that. That's her mm, thing. Yeah. Like I try to be the. Stable source. And that is an angel. And to, then to do all that. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. And that's that chemo once every three months. That's maintenance. That's like in case something pops up, we'll just we'll zap it early. Is the, that the idea? I th- it's more like making sure that it doesn't come back. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. Keep killing it. Yeah, yeah. Keep killing because he like the, the my biggest problem now is that by November government funding stops. Next November. This November. This, this November. Okay. This November. Government stops. Okay. So if he needs more than three years, because it was, it was three year coverage. Yeah. Thirty shots. I think it was like forty injections or something. And then government stops. Okay. Just okay. Stops. So if his chemo, if his leukemia is not dead by November. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah, yeah. But that can't be the first. The first case of that. There must be past. Past. No. Okay. No, that's thirty. After that, no, no, no. I, I mean, there must be previous families who have gone through this where it wasn't the leukemia wasn't enough. So what did they do? I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea. So you'll have to look into that I, moving forward. I was thinking going back to Canada and just putting him in at the yeah. cancer center in Sudbury. Yeah, because they have cancer center in Sudbury. Yeah. So, but uh, so on on his on his chemo days is that. Is that something where he's got a lot of anxiety the day before and stress, or he, he takes he, he takes it like a trooper? He, he doesn't complain. He does. Uh, I know a few times he's been in pain, so much pain. He says, "Mommy, I want to die now." Oh, that's tough. It's rough to hear, huh? Yeah. That's tough. So, but he gets through it, and then yeah, me and him, we we share. We do a lot of sharing. We we hug each other, and he like he always he calls me. I call him, and mm. like we're close. We're we're close, sure. father and son. Mm. My daughter and my older son, they never call me. <laughs> <laughs> but my younger son, he calls me every every couple of days. And is, uh, so. is there 
outside of the the every so often he gets the shots is there in between that can he lead a pretty normal life exactly he leads a normal life goes to school everything's cool well, uh, until he gets sick like he gets like he I don't think he's been you gotta think about the timing mm. 2000 he's in grade one 2020, 2020 he's mm. in grade one corona hits his schooling yes, out the window. Yeah. Uh, grade two. <laughs> That's a perfect description. <laughs> grade two, um, he goes into school. He gets corona. He gets cancer. He gets leukemia. Mm. And grade so grade two, grade three, grade four. He still he he has never had a normal like, school year. No, not even that. Even before that, Yuchi one. He went to four Yuchi ones, <laughs> and then every year he has not had one regular school year in his life. Yeah. <laughs> Tough <And> resilience. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, resilience. it speaks speaks to his character. It's like he in, in kindergarten he went to the uh, apartment kindergarten, and then he went to the. Uh, Elementary school, each one, but they were renovating, so they threw him into an old building for a couple of months, and then they built. They had a new building that he he went through. So by the by the time he was in seven years old, from walking to grade one, he had been to already four different schools. Yeah, and then grade one disappears because <laughs> of Corona, and then grade two he gets by leukemia. by uh, by July, by July he gets his leukemia. So he hasn't had school year. He hasn't had so on, school year. on on a day to day basis. How does it? He's sick. He's sick a lot. Like he's. I don't think he's been to school for one whole month every day, because every every week or every second week he's sick. He's tired or he has a cold or he can't go to school when he has a cold because he's too weak. His leukemia, his medicines is going. He can't. He has to stay home and isolate. So is there? Uh, is it up to your wife to supplement the schoolwork, or is exactly. that just that's, that's, just that's the beauty of, of it? Yeah, it's the beauty of life. Yeah. Corona hit, so everybody has to take the, go homeschooling uh, through the TV set, and so. Well, they had a good. They had a good. I think balanced kind of like d- double the, double approach system, right? Yeah, Where you could but, do. But no, but especially with Corona, when the, all the kids had to be at home because sure. of Corona, yeah. every, all the kids studied from TV. TV. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's doing. He has TV, and then the school provided him with a uh, with a tablet, so he does his work on the tablet. Perfect. And he's 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 graduating. He's still in. He hasn't missed the beats. Perfect. In, in school work, he's he's in grade four. He's doing well. He's he's done he's done everything well. He's, oh, that's awesome. He, he's, he hasn't it, lost the beat. And it's one less. Uh, I mean, with technology these days, that's one less stress exactly. for, for everyone in the uh, situation. A long time ago, they said that kids with leukemia were stupid. Not they were stupid, they were missing too much schooling. Didn't have enough chance, yeah. But here, with, with the TV, with the laptop and everything else, he's keeping up. He's like, mommy teaches him, mommy... Academically, he, culturally, academically, everything. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He's so, fine. so day to day, he, he just takes a pill or a few pills every day? Every day. What is it like, you say he's sick and missed school here and there and stuff? No, what, no every week. But what, is it, what is it like for the support from the school and the teachers? Nope. How, how do they manage or deal with a situation like that? Here in Korea, the elementary school system is not very structured in terms of tests. They give you studies. They they make you. They want to study and everything else, but uh, they don't give you marks. Like there's no real report card or anything else. They say, "Oh, he's doing fine. He's doing good. He's doing very well." They uh, and 
as long as he keeps up with the work, not a problem. The teachers, they don't, they, they know he's studying at home. They, their mommy shows them what he's doing on, on the, on the computer system and yeah. everything else. And that's no problem. That's but no I mean, when you like, and I'm not making okay, comparisons, cool. but <clears throat> in the first, whatever month or whatever, they have meet the teacher or whatever. Sometimes and he I, meets him three months later. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I, my wife says, "Do you want to come?" I'm like, "Absolutely, I want to go." I, wa- I, I want the teacher. I, I never been. I want the teacher to understand who I am. I don't want to be a mystery. I don't want them. You know, I don't want her to be just the Tamuna girl or, or I, I want her to have a put a face to it and to, uh, you know, I think my wife. I mean, she's Korean, but I think some, there's some things that culturally they can't say maybe or. And yeah. my wife's a teacher too, so she understands that side of it. But, you know, I ask her. To, to call her Kim Jina, Kim Lina, right. not as soon as they do the Mindy Go Jina game, then it's like the joke of the school for a month. And then when someone wants to bug her or whatever, they'll yell that out. And right. um, But that's why I want to, and I want to tell the teacher, you know, like if there's any problems, tell me, we're not a typical family that you teach. We're, we're a little bit different. You know, we don't go to Hogwans, um, but we're willing to, to put in the work at home and help out. So I want to go there to make that connection, try and build a relationship a little bit with the teacher, some trust or some rapport. Nah, she don't. But, but <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily mean for you, but you, nah. obviously your wife does it, mm. or, or she must do the. the she does everything. So she how does? Because I work. I'm working. I'm yeah. driving. I'm driving 20, 25 hours a week, and I'm teaching tour, 40 hours a week. The tour to Ulsa. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing Ulsa every day, twice a day, yeah. three times a day. Uh, but is there? Does she ever? Does she ever comment or? or or mention the relationship with like a new teacher and then do you have to explain listen this is my son's situation wife does everything yeah my wife uh i'm an easygoing guy i can speak korean to a, to a decent level like i'm day-to-day affairs uh arguing at the bank or <laughs> arguing uh, arguing with the ajumas or arguing with the adoshis um my korean is fine but um for that, like uh, the teacher, the whole teacher thing, my wife does not want me to go to school. Yeah, <laughs> my daughter I think, does I not think, want me to school. To school. I think mine don't either. But exactly, I don't like that sometimes they get pushed over or they don't. They they don't say it firmly enough that listen, this is how we run our family. It might be different. Uh, they don't stay up till eleven o'clock at night. They, but 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 my wife does that, so I get angry sometimes, and they go to bed because I'm too. I'm very angry, but yeah. usually. My wife is the, I'll put my foot down every once in a while, but eventually, let's do, do what the wife wants to do. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's the homeowner. She's the, she's the home, she takes care of the house. Everything, yeah. I take care of the jobs. I take care of the money. I take care of making sure that my kids are happy and my wife is happy. If there's a problem, like there was one episode, it was really strange, um, a boy at the school is teasing my daughter every day. It was really getting bad, and but my daughter never told us hmm. for for six months, and then eventually she told us, and then the mother went in and uh, talked to the teacher and everything else, and the boy was Vietnamese Korean, and she was he was calling my daughter Wei Gugin, <laughs> and I'm saying, huh, your mother. Is Korean your father? Your mother is Vietnamese. My your father is Korean, and you're complaining about my daughter. Yeah. It's like he hated himself. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's a little pot but, calling the kettle black there. But that's I mean, yeah, calling the kettle mm-hmm. black exactly. So 
but other than that, like my son in grade six, my my oldest boy, uh, actually I teach inside that neighborhood. Mm. In my neighborhood, I teach also at the hog one. Yeah. And I've shown kids that I take one finger against a middle schooler and, I, and I'll and i drop them in an arm wrestling match yeah. with one finger. <laughs> Show them the elbow. <laughs> That's the one that doesn't bend? People's elbow. No, I just do this and I just break. I, I will beat. And the kids know. The kids know. Well, I have some kids tell me in middle school, you're the strongest man I know. Yeah. And they all know that he's my son. Mm. So you don't want him to you don't want to piss him off because he has a good punch. His hand is almost as big as my hand, and <laughs> nice. he can punch you pretty hard. <laughs> nice. So that's why my kids don't they don't get booked. Awesome. Because <laughs> they're pretty, they're my even my daughter took two years of taekwondo. So beautiful. Uh, nobody bugging it. No, nobody bugging. I think it's important for them to have that self confidence or whatever. Exactly. If someone does bully you, you uh, can uh, you can deal with it, right? Despite all the. Uh, you know, all, all the hardships and whatnot over the past few years. Is there any positive moments, r- really good memories that have that have come out of uh, out of those? I mean, you've already mentioned the the close relationship you have with your with your youngest son. Yes. Uh, um, the close relationship with my youngest son is I I was forty when I got married. So I was I've been around the block a few times before I got married. Mm. So because that, can, can you explain that a little further? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and the idea that I've had life experience, I sure. like like regular life experience. Like I'm not a thirty year old idiot yeah, or twenty five year old idiot. I lived. I, I've been overseas. I've sure. I lived and everything else. So when my when my daughter was two, like most Korean families, they go crazy because the kids are fighting. I stopped that at the beginning of. At the beginning, mm. like my daughter, like my daughter was two. We had the, the first son. So at one point, my my wife is feeding the the boy, the baby, and she pushed the daughter away. I was there when I and when my daughter turned around and her face became super angry. I said, no, 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 no. We're not going to let this happen. Mm. This is going to stop right now. So what I did was that a little bit later, I said, uh, I took the baby, I brought the baby, I said, Mary, come here, sit beside me, sit between my legs. She's two, so mm. she can sit between. I picked up the baby, put her on her lap. She looked at the baby, She's and then I introduced her to the baby. Mm. Then I picked up the baby, then after 10 seconds, she wanted to get out of there, so I picked up the baby, put her beside her, I walked away, and I told my wife, wife, if you don't want Mary and Eric to fight for the rest of their lives, get her involved with the baby. Mm. Sure. So, Later that I and she said, "How? Oh, let her feed the baby. You can, she can sit down on the floor, give her the baby, let her hold the baby, and give him milk. Yeah. Mm. Get her involved, or she's going to get angry. And I don't want I don't want angry kids. Resentment <laughs> builds. Yeah. So right off the bat, now my daughter and my my son, they they, they do everything together. Yeah. They have fun together. They yeah. they enjoy each other. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and so different steps like that I've done. Yeah. So. I think um, it's important to be able to look, I mean, to identify a behavior early when it's starting and, exactly. and kind of plot There's, where where is this going to end up if I exactly. let this continue. The child development, well, I've always looked at the idea that as babies, they mm. know nothing. Mm. There's no brains there. Mm. Yeah. It's all emotions. So as long as you take care of the emotion, like one time my daughter was about two years old. I was crazy with my daughter. And my I was crazy with my daughter. I should, when she, from the moment she was born to about two years old, I would only speak to her in French. Mm. Me and my wife would only speak together in, Eng- in English. My wife would speak to her only in Korean. Mm. What language came out first? 
French? No. <laughs> English? Tabel neck! Oh, shit, it's working. <laughs> Korean. It's working. <laughs> because she hears she that hears everywhere else. Mommy's most important. Because okay. there's feeding and everything else. Sure. And then the rest of the country is, is Korean. Yeah. So her Korean came out first. What came out second? English. Because you and mom talk? Mom, English came out second. Why? Mm. She heard conversations. She heard back and forth. She heard mm. languages about communication. Yeah. You hear, she hears the answers. She hears the responses. She can figure it out. Mm. The brain will figure it out. The last one was French. Mm. Why? That's the problem with hogwans. And hogwans, you only have the teacher talking to the students. Do the students hear a conversation? No. 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 It's fucked. It could be frequency too, right? <laughs> so because of that, yeah. you need... A, uh, I love the after-school program, the Ben Hakue, because usually there's a Korean teacher and an English teacher and a foreign teacher in the English classes at least once a week or twice mm-hmm. a week. So what happens is that the Korean teacher, as long as the Korean teacher can speak English, <laughs> <laughs> there's a conversation that the kids can hear. And then they'll pick it up. That's one aspect that they need to learn. Mm-hmm. So I always tell my hogwives, I always tell my, my, my private students, my private parents, uh, they ask, what's better, privates or, or hogwives? I say both are important. Mm-hmm. Because the students in the hogwives, he will hear other students speaking. He'll hear what other students are doing. Yeah. He will be he, he's at least hearing something sure. in terms of response. Yeah. And then on the private level, then you get one-to-one. Then you get to learn, uh, fix some mistakes, fix some errors, and blah blah blah. Sure. The uh, so if uh, back to what he was asking before, positive moments is that any any highlights or any moments that stick out over the last? I mean, probably a pretty pretty tough three four years. Anything that sticks out as a as a great memory or or highlight? Yesterday or Monday Friday, I wasn't there, but I was proud because the fact that my son graduated elementary school. Awesome. He's in grade six. Uh, two years ago, that's probably the first memory. That's for the one good thing that happened, and I couldn't celebrate it. But uh, he graduated elementary school. He has diabetes. He has strong sense of like he he has black belt in taekwondo. When he got a black belt in taekwondo, I was proud of him for that. Sure. Uh, even if he has diabetes, he he won the gold medal in the uh, demonstration sport like he's on the MTA demonstration team beautiful so he's working taekwondo so uh, my youngest son I'm still waiting for him <laughs> I have a strong relationship I have a loving relationship I get to, so we have tightness but is there something happy about it yet yeah. we're, we're, that's, that's just every, the little things just the little things. spending time together spending time together is yeah. the, hugging him every morning is a good thing yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> talking yeah. to him on the telephone is a good thing like uh, sure. when he's in the hospital I call him and I say how are you doing I'm, I'm tired daddy I want to sleep okay go to bed good night but that but yeah. that's it again perspective you, yeah. you cherish those moments you cherish the little things that's that's one thing the Koreans don't do yeah. <laughs> the Koreans they just power through the pain whereas I cherish the little moments and and, and in that so. not taking your head out of the sand and looking up and enjoying where you are and just appreciating exactly. but the, it's, the, the not, parent, it's the not all about keep their head in the sand they'll keep powering <laughs> through yeah. whereas I say hey he's still here I'm still hugging him does, We're still playing together. Awesome. Do, does Luke have anything that makes him happy? Does he have any hobbies or does he, he do anything, a special TV show or a YouTuber quit, or something that really makes him happy? He Taekwondo because he loved Taekwondo, but he realized with his diabetes, well, he realized with leukemia, he has, a, he has a needle in his shoulder. 
He has a he has a system in his shoulder that when he goes to the hospital, they, oh, they just plug it in. They just plug it in. Uh, uh, so he he had to quit taekwondo, and he was really good at taekwondo because he was strong. He was like his brother. No, he's stronger than his brother. Oh, and before before leukemia, mm. he was he's he's like me. He's stockier. French, French Canadian. He's uh, his brother is a little bit taller, a little bit thinner, but he has a shoulders. He has good shoulders, but he's a little bit thinner. My son's chest is, my youngest son's chest is bigger. Mm. So he was really like me. So he was really strong. But with leukemia, he had to quit that. Uh, so he likes, my telephone, my, my S22 Ultra has about 250 games on it. <laughs> <laughs> he likes playing on my games because mommy has a block. He only has, he can only play one hour on his telephone. Okay. And one hour for a kid on a telephone per day is like, just warming up. God. He's just, <laughs> just not even warming up. It's like, <laughs> it's like it's just gone. It's like, I'm home. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. So they they play. Uh, he loves telephone games. Uh, other than that, uh, my older son he they, he likes te- he likes YouTube. He likes looking at the. He really likes uh, YouTube. He likes to look at the Korean um, anything Korean. The gamers, uh, gamers. I like, see a lot of a lot of kids exactly. watching uh, other Game people shows. play games. Yeah, the guy hate it, but my kid loves it. So <laughs> yeah. I said, okay, that's, that's what you want to watch. That's it's the same as our our parents watching us play video games. Like, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. But that, I mean, looking back, that was a a great source of entertainment and happiness. When we, but it's also learning game. Like I love games. I play mm-hmm. games. My favorite game is a math game. I'm sorry, but the, yeah. I games Mine, is a or looking <laughs> learning about rules. Learning about or you got to stay within the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's an important aspect in life. Sure. Uh, so uh, I will let my kids play as much. Mommy said, rah, 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 rah. But I say, yeah, just play. Goes, you got 20 minutes. For- Mommy's not looking. Play games for 20 minutes. No problem. Following the rules. It's like staying in the in the lines on the... Or if they're doing anything, just following the rules of the game. Yeah, whatever yeah. whatever game it is, just follow the rules. You got There are certain rules that you have to learn. You sound like so, my wife. I think I'm more like you. I'm more like your wife. Uh, I got the rules, and mom's bending the rules every time I turn around. Breaking the rules. I think it's good to have a balance, though. Yeah, Yeah. it's good to have a balance. That's the beauty of a husband and wife. Yeah, Yeah. there is a balance. Yeah, as single parents, they don't have that balance. Is is there? How has it affected? I mean, all of this. How has it affected the parenting? And I mean. For your daughter, I mean, I don't mean neglected in a bad way, but obviously you have priorities with dealing with the, the two sons and their situations. She might have learned that during the breastfeeding phase there. The, right? Does, uh, does your... The daughter, I mean, the daughter and I, we have a special relationship because my mom and I always had a special relationship. Mm-hmm. My mom, she did not give me too much except love. Like, yeah, daily, daily chores or daily tasks or daily brushing of teeth. My mom never showed me anything. Mm. whereas with my so me and my daughter we have a really open relationship we talk about everything we hug each other every day or we talk about everything or I get I try to get her to talk about everything but she's a middle schooler so sure. yeah. it's a little bit tougher a little bit tighter these days yeah. but it's still she's still we have a great relationship like she's never angry at me I'm never angry at her uh, we talking regular, normally uh, I spend a lot of my sons might tell you that I don't spend, I spend more time with the daughter than him, than them. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Because, well, mommy's always with them, so I got to take care of the daughter a little bit uh-huh. more, so I spend more time with her. So it's a balancing I, act for you and your wife. Exactly. It's like, for me, I don't know. Yeah. My wife does what she needs to do. Yeah. <laughs> I figure out the rest. 
So for me, I've, Philly, I've taken Philly, my yeah. I've taken my daughter out to a restaurant maybe five, six, seven times. Whereas with my sons, I've taken them out once. Mm. Uh, my daughter loves taking scooter rides with me, so we go scooter riding. But your uh, sons get that constant attention hours. from mom. They get constant because they, because they need it. Because they need it. Yeah. And then they get it from me when I have a chance, when I have time. Yeah. On Sunday afternoon, I usually have time. Or Sunday mornings. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's how that works. Uh, I hope they can listen to this one day and see how much dad loves them and takes care of them. Eh? Awesome. So, but other than that, yeah, it's just life is... Life is love. Unpredictable. Life is... Just, it is. come on, just give it to me. Like, <laughs> I remember one time, my one teacher said, you can live anywhere. And I said, well, isn't that what life is all about? Yeah. Being able to do it and being able to take care of everything. Adapt. Adapt to anything. Yeah. Like, if you don't have the foundation and if you can't, like, if you don't, if you don't create a foundation and all of a sudden you, something gets out of the ordinary, yeah. what do you do? You're you either adapt or you die. Sure. That's what happened in America. Like, they're they're trying to get out of the norm, and I railed against them. Like and we talked about here, avid Facebooker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, a, I'm an avid Facebooker, um, and I really rail against stupidity. Like that's a, that's a lot of it is just stupidity. It's a lot of stupidity in the world. Today. You said before the wisdom and the common sense and the logic, and people just don't apply it. Exactly. Okay, we, we, I, I will save avid Facebook in retirement for a minute here. I just had one more question for Luke. Okay. Um, what is the long-term prognosis? What is what is the outlook for Usually, uh, for me, usually in the world, usually with, uh, with chemo, 80% of kids survive. With leukemia? With leukemia, yes. And what kind of... what? Normal what would be life. the dream yeah, The dream life. situation would be... Normal life. By November... By November, and then the, the doctor will say clear bill of health. He has a clear bill of health, or did by, I hope it doesn't wait till November. Yeah. <laughs> I hope by the summer uh, it will be a clean bill of health. What's the, the usual? Is what two years? Two years of medicine, two three years of medicine, and then uh, you're off. You're, you should be able to take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, so Luke is like he needs to. His biggest thing right now is lose weight. He's really too heavy. Yeah. Like a couple of weeks ago, he had a sore foot. And I asked him, well, is the sore foot, it's in your muscles or it's in the bones? And he said, it's in the bones. So we take him to the hospital. They take an, extra, they take an MRI of his foot. And they said, it's clean the bill of health. It's not, there's no leukemia in the foot. Mm. So it's just, he's too heavy. Yeah. Uh, a 10-year-old body, a 10-year-old musculature can't handle support them 110 pounds <laughs> but but i mean in terms of looking looking ahead it's get that clean get bill that, of health and then lose the weight and, and then, then more active go on life. life just go on your you know, so it, there's no further i mean what is the are there still checkups after that is uh, usually there still there's a, once every five years there's a checkup just to make sure it that's it really that's, wow that's it that's, that's fantastic so is that something that must I mean, that must be in the back of your head all the time. Like, exactly. we're almost through this. We're almost through this. I can't say that because I don't know if it's going to be ending. Right. Mm. Right now, it's just like, will it be but, finished by But November? the light at the end of the tunnel is there. Perhaps. We don't know. There's, there's Perhaps. potential. Like, there's, it's the uncertainty. Of life. Right. It's the uncertainty. It's, like, it's, the, it's the aspect of be strong, be diligent, yeah. know the case that, hey, understand the idea that, hey, 
and might not be ending. I hope you hope. Mm. Hope is a beautiful thing. Hope is beautiful, but then Pandora's the, box. Yeah. What is the reality of the situation? You got to keep looking at it. So, so you said eighty percent will go on to lead a normal life. Exactly. Twenty percent die. <laughs> that, that's it. There's die. no. There's no gray zone. No. There's nothing. In well, the that's eighty twenty. It's the eighty twenty. That's in America. That's what they say. That yeah. if you follow the procedure, like in Korea, they'll follow the procedure exactly. And I tell like. The traditional way is 80-20, but the new science and everything else that Korean doctors don't always know about is the, after like the multivitamins or the the vitamin C, like uh, there's one treatment in America that the, they've done it for the last 10, 15 years where if you take mega doses, like 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 units. Uh, Usually it's at five. Five to a thousand. Yeah. And people take a thousand. Yeah. I took 10, during when I got Corona, I took 10,000 every three hours. Mm. I killed Corona within eight hours. <laughs> oh, holy because, shit. No. Because vitamin, vitamin C is an immune booster. Yeah. So I took 10,000 three, uh, every three hours. Holy uh, shit. Uh, for three times, for like over six hour period. <laughs> You're just pissing orange juice. <laughs> well, I was, I was taking it. But, I stopped it within six hours. Okay. Uh, I was over the bend because at two o'clock from Thursday night, Friday morning, I was, it was rough. I was, I was having a hard time. Yeah. And I gave myself huge dose of mega vitamin C, 10,000, yeah. 15,000. And I just did it every three hours. Yeah. Right By 10 a.m., I've over, I've, I've turned the corner. Mm. Good. So, and then. I was fine next day, right? I was feeling fine next day. Like I was, I still had to isolate for two weeks, yeah. but I felt fine next day. Do you, so. knowing, I mean, diabetes difference, maybe a little bit easier to manage, but right. with the leukemia and, and reading and literature and stuff, right. you're, I imagine, doing your own research and right. reading stuff all the time. Does it conflict or does that make uh, conflict with your wife if, if she says, well, the doctor said this and in Korea we exactly. do this? That's does big that, problem. Yeah, she yeah. doesn't follow me. She said, we're going to follow the doctor. I yeah. said, okay. Then then I lay down the hammer. Yeah. If he dies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's. I mean, for, for, for <laughs> dentists, for everything here. Everything. I say, well, in Canada we do this. Well, this isn't Canada. I know, but... But but this is Korean. Yeah. She's the mother. She she has to put up with it. Yeah. So I say this is. I show her the literature. I'll translate into Korean. I'll, I'll show it to her and everything else. And what she does with it, it's up to her. Yeah. She, yeah. Exactly. If she wants to put in the garbage, she puts it in the garbage. <laughs> if but and I would say, if he dies, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> okay. that, that yeah. Let, let's. Go here. We'll hit these other two quick, right. and then we'll wrap it up. Avid Facebooker, <laughs> you, you, you post. You have the the highest post per hour rate of anyone in Korea for I memes, for memes and everything else. Yeah, uh, you were on uh, KBS there a couple months ago for uh, the most posts per day. KBS. <laughs> I'm joking, but uh, no. but you post so much stuff on there. Like, yeah. is that at red lights? You're posting all that shit or what? It's the idea. It's like, <laughs> and it's every it's well, A to Z. Have, I don't have a social life, right? Because I'm teaching, yeah. so I can't meet guys every right. day, every yeah. week. So you just stir the pot. <laughs> red lights. Exactly. <laughs> I have to stir. Unless I stir the pot, you you guys have to understand. I've been reading five hours a day since the age of 14. Yeah. yeah. 
Like I read. That's what I do. That's sure. my it's my life. Yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy away from it. I went through university, uh, and I never studied through university, but I was able to write out a ten page report in six hours. Yeah. Because I all I had to do is find the books I wanted, go home, pick out different topics, pick out different aspects, write that's why I did last year university. I finished art I finished a ten page essay in twelve hours. Now they do it in ten minutes. And now they can do it with GPT. 10, 10 seconds. 10 seconds with the Google search and everything else. You can find the library on the internet. I, I, I have the links to libraries on the internet. Yeah. Uh, so that's like... Um, so that what takes... You that's see, that's, what that's you the see social life. Facebook, which, that's, my, that's, yeah. that's my intellectual life. It's my social life. It's my cultural life. It's It takes care of everything. Because I don't have a social or cultural life in Korea. Right. <laughs> but what, but what, about, what about the sharing and, and the impacts and effects? I don't, do you ever get any crazy comments or somebody saying, what the hell is this? Or you're crazy you because you <laughs> you i don't post anything like that <laughs> you. i don't i don't post comments out there no no i used I, to i used to poke you a little bit when you post something there i, I used to give once in a while but uh, we were friends right yeah and then what happened yesterday or a couple days ago well i requested the friending because i wanted to go through your feed. exactly but, but why because those things were it just no, took no, no, over no. my feed it took. It, it was just coming way too fast, way too much. Okay. So, so that I don't see anybody else's stuff because all I got is Dan's. Every fifteen minutes, I got Dan's. So that was the problem. Was that no, I just I cut you out? Uh, did you? Yes, I cut you out because uh, there was one post. I know what you. I know where you're coming from. It was a post about the. Um, you you posted you 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 posted a ha ha, on my on the on my replied to a question or to a, to a man because I didn't understand what he was talking about so you posted a ha ha and I said okay you're, you're mean you're, you're thinking about this and I, hey that's social media you don't know what I people said, are thinking you're pissing me off buddy <laughs> you're gone <laughs> oh, I, I don't remember who, who what happened I just said holy shit man the things were just non-stop <laughs> but, but now when I looked through yours yesterday or, or today I was like well, I kind of miss these, man. There's a lot of funny and controversial stuff on here. I like it, exactly. It challenges the regular thinking. But you don't necessarily believe all the stuff you post. It's a lot just to no, stimulate it, conversation. What I, what I mean, what I post is, it's a conversation starter for whoever wants to converse, converse, converse yeah. uh, on a on a respectful level. Okay. If you want to converse? And when I when I look for it, I, I post everything because I see a bit of truth in everything. Yeah. Sure. And from there, let's talk. Sure. No problem. I don't mind. You see talking. how that could be misconstrued by some people. To exactly. Think that they, this they, is this like, is what I, I love believe. Trump. Right? It doesn't mean that I agree with everything he's done. Sure. But and that's like, where people need a filter, and some people lack they, they, that filter. Now, they, some people don't realize that. Yeah, I post a lot of stuff, and I rail against trans and trans and uh, trans people. But I have a female friend who calls herself Andrew. Yeah. But did she get the second dose? What what happened was that she had her uh, she uh, some reason she has a medical conditions. Yeah, she has a real medical condition. Am I going to hate her because she's a man now? Because she feels like a man because of a, a true medical condition? Sure. No, of course not. But if you tr- if you cut off a guy's balls, a girl, a guy's balls because he wants he feels like he's a woman. Yeah. Well, forget it. I'm not. You're you're castrating a boy because of a feeling. Sure. Is that does that make sense? Not to me. <laughs> we don't we don't have to go too deep into these, but um, just balls yeah, deep. When I when I got back on there, when I got accepted, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. when I got accepted there back into the 
to the meme club that you run. <laughs> meme club? Jeez. I, I started looking, I was like, yeah, like th- these are the, com- I call my dad, right? Okay. When I w- needed like, we, we can, I can talk to him and my dad, but the rest, and if you go out, like you say, you don't have a social life, but you go out and it's, hey, one beer, and then the conversation's stupid. Like you can't have intellectual conversation. It's just not, people aren't going out for that. I, I'm looking to be stimulated, but I call my dad. But when I look at all the stuff you post on there, I'm like, yeah, these are interesting. And there's, I, I love to talk and debate and discuss yeah. these kind of things because it's interesting. But I, I, I don't want to say I like a safe environment, but it is it is nice to have a, a few people that you can bounce ideas off. Because not all my ideas are – when I – being exposed to social media, you get opinions from every side. Right. And sometimes it's only through conversation that you that you come to the conclusion. I think exactly. do, doing that publicly sometimes or with people you're not so close with can be really uh, – dangerous <laughs> you know people might get the wrong idea or you might not be fully at the at the end of your at the end of your thought process or, or development yeah. it's just that's why with facebook it's good that it's facebook if i'm meeting you in public and if i'm meeting you in person and we talk and all of a sudden you go out on a tangent and i'm gonna punch in the mouth yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't have, you can't do that yeah, like, yeah. you explain yourself like I haven't, I haven't, my language IQ is through the roof. I can explain myself. I can talk about anything. Yeah. I can explain myself on any, uh, at any level. I've taught vice president. I've taught vice president of Samsung making 200 bucks an hour. Yeah. I've talked to three year old girls at 30 bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I can, I, sure. talking. Sure. Life is talk. Life is communication. Communication. That's it. That's all it is. Sure. 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 Can you, you mention? If you get angry with me, talk about it. Why are you angry? Sure. And then I'll explain myself. No sure. problem. That's it. But and that's the other one. Lots of people have all these hot takes, but nobody has any justification, reason. Exactly. And that's the whole thing: is you've got to be able to back up what you say. And if exactly. you can, then we can have a civil conversation. Exactly. But you can't just be throwing all these headlines and hotlines or whatever out there. It's just bullshit. But, but every headline and hotline and everything else that I throw out there, I have a back. I sure, can back sure. it up. Yeah. I, I, I can definitely back it up. And open for discussion. And open for discussion. I'm always open for discussion. As long as you're respectful. If you're not respectful, delete you. Yeah. Nate. You're Son gone. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I've lost cousins. Like, I, I had a cousin in Canada. I, I loved him. He's a, he's a great guy and everything else, and he's fun-loving and everything else, but he just hated me, so he, he deleted me. Hmm. And I said, why can't you just talk to me? Yeah. It's just... Yeah. That's... It. Corona really divided the divided some families, didn't it? During, during that time, that was quite... Uh, Even today, he's, he, he still hasn't gotten that. that yeah. <laughs> he, still, he doesn't want to talk to me anymore. Actually, it was, it was super funny because in 2016, uh, in November of 2016, or before Trump was elected, I was I really wanted Carson. Mm. Carson, I thought, was the better man. But when Carson dropped out and he went to Trump... Mm. I said, okay, let's listen to Trump. And then he started to talk about different, many different things that I I have a background in it because I've read all my life. Mm. I've, I've studied American history. I studied American sociology. I know American religious history. I know the differences in America are, are profound yeah. and everything else. So by January of the of the election, of 2016 election where Trump was elected, I knew he's going to win. Mm. And everybody thought... Clinton would win. Like every freaking newspaper in America, and that's where that's what shocked me the most. 
every newspaper in America went to Clinton. Sure. Every major, all 50 major newspapers in America went to Clinton. Well, since you and know Trump, this. And Trump won. Since and you I know this said, stuff, who's winning this year? Well, what happened is in 2016, <laughs> that was easy because Trump was an unknown, but I knew he was connecting to people. Yeah. 2020, what was Trump says, this, the election was stolen, right? Mm. I always look at one fact that really shocked me the most. In America, there's called there's something called bellwether counties. These bellwether counties have been going on. They've been voting for the same president, for the president. They always vote for the president for the last 50 years. Mm. Okay? All of a sudden, 19 of 20 in the 2020 election voted for Trump. They went to Trump way. Mm. And Biden's wins? How is that possible? For 50 years, mm. they voted for the president. Whatever president come in, yeah. be it Reagan or whoever, uh, Clinton, whoever, they've always voted for the president. For the first time in 50 years. For re-election, you mean? For, yeah, no, yeah, for yeah. election, no. any election. Whoever any election. they voted for became the president. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. Every, every time they voted for someone, that was the president. Yeah. There's 20 of them. Yeah. yeah. Bell, they're called bellwether counties. Yep. They all voted for, 19 of the 20 voted for Trump. And they lost. How? That that tells me when you have such bias in the media that they all go for Clinton, and then you have 19 of 20 counties going for Trump and he loses, what's happening? <coughs> I just know there was a lot happening that last election and it's still going on now. Exactly. Um, one thing I heard is that Facebook, they spent $500 million dollars to get out the vote in certain democratic districts so that they can get the democratic vote. Because in American society, the politics is, it's down to a freaking oh, neighborhood. Oh, they yeah. know exactly what you're going to vote <laughs> in the, to the neighborhood practically. Yeah. Oh, <coughs> What's, is that called gerrymandering? When they, no. when they redraw the oh, lines? Yeah. 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 When they redraw the lines in the neighborhoods? Mugudong is now part of Jungu, and that'll give us the next election because we'll get the extra 50,000 people. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So in America, they get down to the science. So uh, all Facebook did that through their all their data mining and everything else, they focused on three, four areas within the country because everything else, they know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like three, four, five areas within the country, and that's really small. Mm. And they could get out the vote there. It can tip the election. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. So uh, the Republicans... So- wasn't Soccer Moms? I remember watching yeah. something on Soccer Moms. Oh, all kinds of different uh, stuff. Uh, there's another one with uh, hotel owners maybe too. That if they can uh, if they can flip the the Indian oh, hotel the owner unions or demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Iron workers, sewers. Okay, last one. 55. Not, not old. Not young. Not old. Perspective. <laughs> Retirement, or, or or where where do you see yourself in fifteen twenty years? Uh, assuming, assuming the kids grow up and whatever, go to university. Is that where do you see spending your life fifteen years later? Is there a good chance of, of moving home, or do you see yourself here playing paduka in the park with some makali or trading in a scooter no for a bike? I never had a pension. I'm not gonna have a pension. Uh, do what I do now. But there's a limit, you know? No. 
There's no limit. No limit? No limit. No, no, no. no You're going to no be setting limit. the Guinness no. record for Ulsan here? I'm going to be setting the Guinness record for Ulsan for teaching. Like, I, I love teaching. Yeah. Like, with my language skills and everything else, like, I've had hog ones. Uh, I've teach the, I have three hog ones right now. And I, I've taught them for three years each, or one to two or three years. And they all love me because I can explain myself. I can teach. I, my favorite book that I'm teaching right now for kids, like, it's amazing. English, English education in Korea. And, and it knows that in the last 25 years. 25 years ago, I had uh, Seoul National University students who could barely, barely string a sentence together. Yeah. Today, I have a six-year-old who I'm arguing with. Yeah. <laughs> because of the fact that she's going to English Uchi one. And I have this six-year-old boy. He, like, I'm shocked at how much he knows in English and how he can answer questions and using the precise language and everything else. Yeah. Uh, so I teach Cornerstone. This is an American yeah. textbook. Yeah. And I'm teaching this to six-year-old kids. because, And I can explain it to them. Even if they, some of them are very high level, some of them are lower level, I still explain it to them. And they're still learning. They're still improving. They're where they're starting to talk in English at, at, a, at, a, at least starting to form their own sentences. Yeah. Um, so I the, like the passion, the passion's there for teaching. The passion's there for teaching. What if, what if they stop? Uh, what if they stop liking you, or they stop wanting you? At go some on, point, it's going to say, "Go on to somebody else." <laughs> sure. Who's who are the oldest guys right now? Probably Jeffy, Kevin, Who's Dan, Kevin, Pope, Gauthier, yeah, and Jeff are probably the oldest. Al, yeah, probably the oldest guys then going. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um, but nah, just, you you see sixty five no problem straight on same as that same as uh, I I think I could do no problem too but I, my problem is if they don't accept me then it's a problem then it's a problem but uh, parents love me lots of parents I speak Korean I speak to Korean in English I speak to parents, parents who no no English I speak Korean to them. yeah and they love me because I can speak Korean to a certain extent and because that I don't see it in people not liking me. Nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't check my Facebook. <laughs> check my Facebook if you if you have a discerning mind. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, any any closing thoughts or, or words of advice if uh, uh, in terms of of your your kids and their situations? Anything that you could, you could offer maybe to somebody else who might be looking at the same or similar situation or a childhood illness. Or disease that might be life changing for them and their family. If you think it's hard, forgive yourself, because it means that you did not have enough of a foundation. Forgive yourself. Now, grow. My whole life, I've had times in my life where it's been, I've landed in the hospital for a couple of times, and. It's about growth. Learn to grow. If you're, if what you have is your foundation, if your life is based on something and life has thrown a curveball at you that you don't understand, forgive yourself. Now, get back to work. Start to learn again. Just keep learning. Grow. Shut up and grow. Sure. That's it. Yeah. For me, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have to forgive myself. I had the foundation. 
So I just keep growing. Like what I would love to do in the next five years, if I could, like um, Alison courses. Alison, there's a web, there's a web, a web page, website. Uh, it's from Ireland. And they give you courses. Mm. Some of them are really free. Some of them are cheap, and they give you digital certificates and everything else. I'm gonna start doing that because I want to keep growing. I want to keep. I would like to keep teaching, learning. keep learning, keep growing. You gotta learn to grow. Mm. That's don't what, get stuck. That's what I think when I hear retirement. I'm like, what is retirement? I don't know. I don't ever picture just stop working. It's just, no. I just keep doing whatever you like to do. Because you're, I don't know how old you're. Forty. Eventually, eventually you're going to have to quit university work. Sure. Yeah. Which means, what are you going to do after that? Yeah. Go back to hog one. But open that's your open your hog one. But that's the thing. Being, and that's part of having living here with one and two year contracts. It keeps you on your toes. It keeps you learning, growing, and keeping you in the game because you never know what's next. You never know what's around the next corner. So you exactly. gotta, you gotta keep growing. You gotta keep That's what I like it. The 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 most, the 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 worst situation for me, like like you said earlier, I can think of is being at home where someone says, "Okay, you can work here for forty years." <laughs> That's it. That's my whole life. Yeah. You just told me my next thirty years is working for this company. How boring. I need, I, I like the spice, man. I, I, I like that, you know, the next year is not guaranteed. I would like, in some ways, I like to have a, uh, at least five to 10 years where I'm working a real job, where I'm a consultant making presentations. Because I've done it. AMA, I've done these seminars, two, five days. Start, start a company. Exactly, but I don't know how. I, 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 it's not that I don't know how. It's just that, how do you get your first client? And Reach out, LinkedIn, use the connection, build the network. I, I have over 500 people on uh, my LinkedIn website. I have over 500 connections, but they're, they're, they're all over the world. Yeah. Uh, I have one connection here in Korea, but uh, he's never, he connected to me, which I was very happy about, but we haven't next steps. So yeah. It's just, um, for me, it just, I, I'm waiting. I'm just, Study, keep learning, keep learning, study, and take the opportunities as they come. Yeah, some things you just don't, don't have control over. Yeah, so yeah. let it let it come to you. Some yeah. things are in uh, prepare when strike when the iron's hot. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm making and during Corona crisis, I was making a thousand bucks a month. Now I make about four to five thousand bucks a month. Beautiful. So just there cool, you go, man. Go as you go. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Anyways. Dude, thanks for making the trip in. Uh, you, yeah, your hard work uh, with all the things you're dealing with in your uh, in your life, you, you seem to really have it together, man. And your uh, your the solid rock sounds like for the family, for the son, for everything. And keep up the hard work. It's uh, it's inspiring to to listen to the story. Yeah, and again, perspective for us with young kids, and uh, you know. The, the little challenges we have are nothing compared to what you face and that's it just having perspective and this is for us this is our social life because we don't go out much either right. and this is but having these conversations is is I think I don't know I crave these kind of conversations and uh, I did I did the uh, the, uh, the podcast and I've done the the consulting work and I've done the the 50 hours a week or the 40 hours a week of work and then 20 hours a week of driving yeah. <laughs> or 25 hours a week, 30 hours a week of driving. Yeah. I've done it. So just continue on your way. Yeah. Awesome. Well, keep thanks for keep coming growing. by. Uh, great to see you and catch up. Thank you. Solid Daniel. work.
Thank you, everyone, for listening. I like, I love it. Invite me anytime. Sounds good. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye.